MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts carol g juan gabriel christina aguilera what do these three have in common you mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Live from the Wintrust Studios, WKSC-FM Chicago, 103.5 KISS-FM, and iHeartRadio Station. Here's Fred and Angie. Hello, everyone. Good morning. Tuesday, June 18th, Fred and Angie are on. Hello, Angie Taylor. Hello. Got the whole crew today. Rufio, Caleb, Paulina, Joffrey's here today. The Entertainment Report in about 15 minutes after we do some trending stories. Bullet points to start your Tuesday. What's coming up, Ben? I'll tell you uh, which celebrity couple admitted that their daughter just walked in on them doing it. Doing the naughty. And she's 18. And that'll scar you. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> she knows what they're doing. <laughs> I know it's happened to you. It's happened to me. Mm-hmm. Can't get that in my head. Nope. No matter how much other things I watch, no matter how many other things I partake in myself. <laughs> Magic eraser to the brain stand. Scrub it out of my head. Uh, that's on the way in a few kiss five sauce to start this show. Good morning. Alright. Good morning, Fred and Angie on Kiss. Uh, we'll do what's trending in just a second. Starting the show today with 250 bucks from our friends at Good nice. Trouble. Uh, this is uh, a show season two returning to Freeform tonight. It's the spinoff of The Fosters. If you love that show, the critically acclaimed drama, The Fosters, they pick up where The Fosters left off. Callie and Mariana have graduated college. And what? What? Kaylin, what? Oh, good. Yeah, I no, saw, I saw, good. No, I, I thought I said it right, and then I saw her, like, doing this thing. She's doing a Rufio where, like, the hands move, oh, and I couldn't excited. tell if that was, like, a you suck, you screwed this whole thing up and move. she's like, yes, did it, nailed it. Oh, good, good. Nailed it. Triple Axel. How many, how, what's the highest score you can get in figure skating? I just got it. 
Anyway, um, so it picks off where they left off. Now they've graduated college and they've moved to L.A. on their own. Um, and as I read this thing, it reminds me of how awful we were, all of us in college. <laughs> I was in a fraternity. For two years, and for and we and I was absolutely well. I shouldn't say the cliche fraternity guy because that's become something totally that's different now. That's like objectionable, good. right? Yeah. <laughs> no, it was it was just like just like a just cheesy fraternity guy, right? Yeah, party. right. Not not not, yeah, not some of the stories that you hear. But um, I will say that the guys in my fraternity were kleptomaniacs, and for whatever reason, they wanted to steal everything. And one night they and, and this is I think statute of limitations, and we got they, we had to return it. But one night these dudes came home. With a road sign, but not like a stop sign or like I'm a talking about. Sign? No, I'm talking about an overpass. Oh, like it was like w- exit like sign, four feet tall by <laughs> seven feet across or whatever it was, and it was the it was the the sign that marked the exit for the Texas Alcohol Beverage Commission office. That's an awesome sign. I mean, it was, but it was massive. Were they going to hang it like in the house? It rec- they did. That's oh. where, and then oh. and then we got a fire inspection. Oh, and no. so the fire marshal comes in and he sees it and he took it down and, he, and well, it took two guys to take it out of the place and give it back because I guess they're expensive. But the, these cool, guys man. were, they insisted on having it. I don't know how they did it because literally it was an overpass sign and they stole it in the middle of the night. But this is among a million things that these guys, and nothing of, they didn't, like they stole a condom, um, a condom machine. <laughs> I mean, like just dumb <laughs> things. Nothing, they didn't That's steal awesome. like, you know. For, not, not like retail or something, but hey, like, so we had all this stuff. You guys are practicing safe sex. That's I, good. I don't understand though where the, the kleptomania, where, where the, where that came from. But anyway, uh, 250 bucks to start the show today. Do you have a good trouble story? You and your friends, y'all got in trouble one night. Y'all did something y'all crazy. crazy yeah. Y'all, y'all got busted. Yeah. What happened? If it's a really good story. Then we'll give you 250 bucks right now from uh, our friends at Good Trip. By the way, is on Freeform tonight at 7. 855-591-1035. Tell us your good story in a minute or two, and we'll give you the 250 bucks. 855-591-1035. Back with that and uh, trending stories Fred next. Fred and Angie. What's trending? Trending. What's trending in Chicago with Fred and Angie on 103.5 KISS FM. Uh, we'll get to trending stories in just a second. So um, tonight, 7 o'clock on Freeform. It's good trouble. It's a show everyone needs to watch tonight, guys. Uh, hey, Ronald? Uh, yeah. Ronald, tell us about the good... Tr- you sound like a troublemaker. I've only heard you say... <laughs> I've only heard you say, oh, yes. But I want to hear about the good trouble that you got into. Go ahead, please. Oh, oh, gosh. All right. So we were in New Orleans. Me, my frat brothers. All right. And This so, is not the trip uh, I was just on, by the way. I had nothing no. to do with this. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> All right. So, uh, um, so... He- you know how the bikes are lined up with the police officers, and so they were looking, and so seven of us took the police bikes, oh, and we were driving oh, around New Orleans with the bike. It was, what like, on earth? It was great. It was it was so much. And what fun. do the cops do when you when you take all their bikes and ride away? I'm sure they chase after what? you, right? They had no idea at first. Like, we were riding for about 10 minutes on the bikes until we got caught. It was great. Okay, so then they catch you, and then what do they do? Just they give it back and then leave? Yeah, they gave us a citation, which was... Because I was going to say, why do I have a feeling that there's some legislation or some sort of code that says that those things are the same as cop cars? Well, I was going to say, you can't steal a cop car. Yeah, right, like, I I can see that going... 
uh, poorly, like quickly. If, because then you get the impersonating an officer thing that goes on. Yeah, I don't, I'm sure they could really right. have made your day yeah. uh, very, very bad. Yeah, You're lucky so that you just got a citation. What are the citations? Are there, like, did you have to pay? Are they warnings? Or yeah, what was it? it was uh, 500 bucks, but my uh, friend was talking to one of the police officers. It, it was a woman. And um, he, like, I don't know, finessed her. And he got a number two. So it, oh, great! You it guys was, are wow. like, hilarious. Was the five hundred bucks worth it yeah, for yeah, the ten well. minutes? Yeah, it was very much worth it. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if I recommend that, but I'll tell you what. I'm going to give you two hundred and fifty bucks of it back. All uh-huh. right. Congratulations, <laughs> man. That's a good story. I don't, don't. Nobody else do that, but that's that's pretty good. He's also going to give you his number. You got to know. <laughs> You gotta know in New Orleans to be a New Orleans cop, especially if your beat is like French Quarter or oh Bourbon. I mean, because people, everyone, they go there just to just to booze. So you gotta know that the most annoying things are gonna happen. Of course. But um, anyway, they gotta put their most patient people. They've out seen there. it all. Yeah. All right, Ronald. Uh, Two hundred and fifty right. bucks from Good Trouble on Freeform tonight at seven o'clock. It's a good story. Hold on. All right. All right. Stay right there. That's awesome. I like it. That's good. <laughs> I got a few stories on my Twitter that I can't share. One involved an alligator. Pretty sure it's. Not only illegal, but crossing into some yeah. other issues. So I'm not, let's just say it involved a pet alligator that grew too big. And, and they wound up ditching it at an airport. That's not good. I don't know how that thought process went, but that's not the winner. Did they think that the baby alligator would just stay a baby? Uh, well, I don't know. They, the, the, the tweet, they grow up. The guy says on Twitter that he, the, the advertisement was for pet alligators. So I, I suppose he has then assumed that it was going to always remain a pet. Wow. But, you know, people do have pet alligators that are 12 feet long, so I don't I don't know what you were thinking. But anyway, uh, we'll do this again in just a little while. 250 bucks for a good trouble story. Thanks to our friends at Freeform. Uh, everyone watch the show today. Set your DVR, too, so that it's number one in Chicago. And um, and then they can thank us for it. Freeform, 7 o'clock tonight, good trouble. Right on. Right on. All right. Yes. Let's move on now. Trending stories, everyone. Shots rang out. Why Why do people do this? This happens. There's violence at almost every sports team celebration. And I need to understand why the, there is the need to become violent in your own city for your own celebration. Shots rang out yesterday at the rally for the Toronto Raptors, their championship victory. Uh, reports said there were 65,000 people at the square outside City Hall. Wow. TMZ reported there were over a million people in the streets. Uh, after the gunshots, people were advised to get down, find a place to hide. A bunch of fans fled the area before a stampede broke out. Four people suffered non-life-threatening injuries. According to police, three suspects were arrested. Two firearms recovered. The parade continued after the shouting, um, after the shooting, rather. Drake took the stage, of course, telling everyone to hug each other and spread love. Mm, there was like a whole stampede that went down, too, of course. That's the other thing is when people shoot in the air to make noise, to celebrate, like, you know the bullet's going to come down somewhere, right? Were they shooting? Up in the air, well, or are they trying I, to shoot people? Well, in the I'm crowd? not sure, but I'm saying the other the other point I was making is that people sometimes shoot guns in the air mm-hmm. to make noise, and also a bad idea. Uh, Gloria Vanderbilt has passed away at age 95. Vanderbilt's son, CNN's Anderson Cooper, announced her death yesterday. He said earlier this month we had to take her to the hospital and that's where she learned she had very advanced cancer in her stomach and that it had spread. What an extraordinary life, an extraordinary mom, 
um, and an incredible woman. She was the heiress of a shipping and railroad tycoon, Cornelius Vanderbilt, one of the richest men in American history. She developed her own creative drive and earned her own income, known for vivid paintings and collages. She was asked to design everything from China to linen by the 70s. She was designing glamorous, skinny jeans. Mm -hmm. Had affairs with a lot of famous people, Frank Sinatra, Gene Kelly, Howard Hughes, Marlon Brando, married four times, opened up about her life in memoirs, also wrote art books and novels, said that her children were her greatest achievement. Over her fireplace, she painted the message, be kind to everyone you meet, for everyone is fighting a great battle. Yeah, Anderson has notoriously said that she has not left him a dime. Yeah, he, she, he talked about that in the Stern mm-hmm. book, about how uh, Stern asked him, and I'm paraphrasing, but it was, are you going to get mad money? And he said no. Like she purposely um, is wanted, not wanted them to make it on their own. Yep. Of course, a nice surprise would be if your parents tell Sight. you they're not going to give you any money <laughs> because they want you to make it on your own, and then everybody does their own thing and makes it, and then God forbid your your parents die, but eventually they will, and then they, remember that you know hundreds of millions. We split that up for you guys. Yeah, we were just kidding. We just want to make sure that you guys went out and like worked for it. But here it is. I know somebody who I suspect that's their their future. They uh, this the girl comes from a wealthy family. And they paid for her college, and they said, she said, I'm going to law school. And they said, okay, you're paying for, no, we'll pay for law school, but you'll pay us back because we don't want you to have to pay the interest because they have the dough. So she, to this day, writes a check every month to her father for law school, for the balance of law school. I I have no reason to believe this, but they're so wealthy that I suspect that what he's doing is forcing her to save the money. And then when it's all there, someday she'll get it all back. Like he's banking it all for her. Which, by the way, if I were infinitely wealthy, if I were crazy wealthy, I would do something similar. Because I'd want my, you know, I don't know, at some point I would want my kid to feel some ownership of something that they did as opposed to just paying for everything myself. You know what I mean? I mean, I know you raise your kids hopefully to feel that way, but wouldn't it be something if... You know, I don't. And plus, I, I I don't know. If you pay for your own law school, maybe you or you pay for your own college. I mean, you own it. It's yours. You did it. You you're along the way. You're you're held accountable because it's your money. Yeah, you might be more motivated to study hard. Exactly. Uh, OJ Simpson's Twitter account allegedly sent some threatening direct oh. messages to a parody account that skewers the disgraced football star. That took what over like his acquittal in ninety four. Three whole days for him to. Like, show his ass on Twitter. Um, one message string, these are DMs, included a 16-knife emoji mm. and the warning, I will find your ass and cut you. A pair of videos were posted on the Killer O.J. Simpson Twitter page on Monday, which also marked the 25th anniversary of the infamous slow-speed police chase of a white Ford Bronco that ended with Simpson's arrest on murder charges. The video shows seven direct messages sent to Killer O.J. Simpson, a parody account that features a crudely doctored profile of Simpson grinning while holding a butcher knife in a black-gloved hand. Now, who knows if this is real? Um, it could have been doctored, of course, to promote this Twitter, this uh, killer mm-hmm. O.J. Simpson, whatever. But it, it, that would be something if if O.J.'s Twitter account is already threatening people with death I by mean, stabbing. It seems like he was DMing the dude. Yeah, but you could doctor that, I guess, right? You, you, it could be photoshopped yeah. or something it like that. It could be. Um, Marvel's Avengers Endgame won Best Movie at the 2019 MTV Movie and TV Awards, which aired last night. Did you know that was no. on? You I watched, did not. You watched it? Rufus, you were the new. Kayla I and I were like, oh, that was I, on last night? I had I no idea. Remember when, remember when those MTV awards were like the oh, thing? They were yeah. so they were, huge. They were, yeah, now it's like they were on. The only reason I remembered it was on because like their social was, because it, it recorded Saturday night. 
and then it aired. It wasn't live. Oh, okay. So, like, I saw everyone, like, from the red carpet, and I was like, oh, it's on Monday. Um, and then Lizzo performed. It was amazing. She awesome. did a, a Sister Act 2, like, reenactment oh, wow. of, uh, with, with the church choir and everything? Yeah. Oh, uh-huh. that's so cool. And they're like, take off your robes. Your, 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 your teacher said take off your robes. It was really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, in-game director Anthony Russo accepted the award, presented, uh... Uh, the, the award for uh, Avengers Endgame and presented video speeches from Chris Hemsworth and Robert Downey Jr. Neither of which showed up. They're doing video speeches now. That's because no one knew it was on. Uh, Endgame <laughs> won Best Hero uh, for Downey and Best Villain for Josh Brolin, Game of Thrones, Elizabeth Moss, Lady Gaga, uh, all winners last night. Jada Pickett-Smith award, uh, awarded with the Trailblazer Award. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tiffany Haddish. Nice. One last night, Dwayne Johnson presented with the Generation Award last night. At the uh, his speech was really good. Movie and TV awards. Hey, that's cool. I just didn't even know it was on. Me either. I don't know what's on. And MTV it was on anymore. like every like uh, MTV owned channel. Oh sure, yeah. So, yeah. Like, like you look at your your list, yeah. and it's like six channels in a row. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dateline MTV was on too. last night. I was busy. I watched it last yeah. night too. Yeah, Keith Morris. It was Keith in uh, yeah. in Illinois. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that was a good one. I watched it, yeah. <laughs> That's my friend, you know that. Yeah, I know him. I know, he's yeah, I know. Keep more I watched it because you, I watched it because you recommended buddy. to watch it. Yeah, thank you. Know, you. Yeah. Everybody watched Dateline. Keith was, Morrison, Josh Mankiewicz. It was a good uh, episode. I, you can watch it with Dennis and Andrea, too, but those the other two are my friends. Watch those for sure. <laughs> um, when you're not watching Freeform. National Go Fishing Day and National Splurge Day today, which I thought about that. I'm like, you know, there's a few things in the... In my mind, I've been wanting to go buy, but I've been like, I don't need that. And today, I feel enabled. It's National Splurge Day. You're going to see me coming tomorrow with my gold chain I've been wanting and some new Ray-Bans. You know, got some new J's I've been wanting. And I, you go, Wait, where'd you get all this stuff, Fred? What was National Splurge Day yesterday? So I got it. We'll do the Entertainment Report next. Can we just talk? This is Angie's Entertainment Report. With Fred and Angie on 103.5 KISS FM. Kelly Ripa and uh, Mark Consuelos hosted Kelly and Ryan yesterday together. They say uh, they were just talking about the weekend, said their daughter just turned 18, and also walked in on them doing it on her 18th birthday in the morning. I have the audio of this. Let me see if we have it. Oh, yeah, here we go. Yeah, this is them talking about it. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. I was not in the mood. There was a house full of people. You weren't in the mood. I could tell. You were going through the motions. I was going. My in-laws were I didn't mind, but you were going through the motions. My, I had my in-laws in the kitchen. I know they were hungry. I know there's like a house full of people. He was like, but it's Father's Day. And then um, it happened to be their daughter's birthday, as Angie yeah. mentioned, and they talk about the moment their daughter walked in on them. So she opens the door, and we see the door open, and we're like, ah, close the door. Can nah. we both say, no, nah. nah. I'm doing? resuscitated. <laughs> she shuts the door, and you hear, you just ruined my birthday hey. <laughs> and my life, and I used to see in color, and now everything is gray. <laughs> That's verbatim of what she said. I understand that feeling. Yep, and she'll never forget it. Nope, unfortunately not. She'll never forget it. What a Father's Day birthday. And by the way, Mom and Dad, thanks for going on TV and telling everybody about it. So now everybody else knows, too. Hey, you got to make light of it. What else are you going to do, I guess? Um, Another Empire actor has been arrested in Chicago, this time for a traffic violation. Brashear Gray plays a younger brother of Jesse Smollett's character on the show and was pulled over because a temporary plate didn't match the 2014 Rolls Royce that he was currently driving. Pleased. Um, He was arrested and charged with a 
misdemeanor registration charge and ticketed for driving an uninsured vehicle and didn't have his license with him either. Um, Jay-Z out here doing some good, providing a lawyer for the black family in Phoenix that was threatened by cops. The couple and their two young girls were confronted by police after their four-year-old daughter mistakenly took a 99-cent doll from a family dollar store. That happens. Kids will just grab stuff and you don't even realize it until you get in the car. So in the video, police can be seen screaming obscenities at the family, threatening to shoot them with their guns drawn. The philanthropic arm of Jay and Rock Nation Entertainment Company has since hired an attorney to work on behalf of the family who is now suing for $10 million. Wow. More to check out online today. You can see the video of uh, Kelly Ripa and Mark Consuelos talking about the Father's Day birthday. Also, today is Paul McCartney's 77th birthday. And the new movie Yesterday hits theaters June 28th. The story of Jack, who is the only person in the world who remembers Beatles songs with his newfound superpower. He starts performing their biggest hits as his own and his life changes from there. Critics call Yesterday a total joy of a film and the feel-good movie of the summer. Um, You can see Yesterday in theaters June 28th. We also have that trailer at FredAngie.com. All right. A guy in expired food for a year and he's dead end of story no no, I, no that's not the, no I'll, I'll tell you what happened to him and he's gone uh, I'll tell you what happened after Ava Max then we'll do vlogs on Kiss good morning I bought an Apple Watch because of the fitness no you didn't what do you mean I didn't what are you talking about there it is oh what do you mean no I didn't you're the one guy who was just like I'm never gonna get an Apple Watch well because I <laughs> I don't know I thought they were dumb I think the they're si- cool. I the same way that cool. I thought a lot of things were dumb that Apple did that I now own. Like the iPhone, I, I wanted the iPhone. But then they, they come out with the iPad. I'm like, that's dumb. Like, that's just a bigger phone. It is not a computer and it's not a phone. I'm never buying that. I own two. I love my iPad. I think I've owned more. I've owned four or five along the way in the last 12 years or 10 years since it came out. I'm going to walkie-talkie you now all the time, Fred. See. I don't know you could do that. I don't even know how to work this thing. They add it to the list of things that does, it does way more than I even know how to do. But my trainer lady, April, the Milton trainer, April, was like, you got to get this in because of the fitness stuff. I got it. But now the problem is I get phantom buzzing. Yep. So it buzzes. You can set up different things, but it like goes uh-huh. when something happens. You know, like when a text or call or like other kind of updates, it like it'll give you notifications. But now if I'm not wearing it, I'll still get the buzz in my wrist. Yeah, <laughs> and that's then like now, the people that had the phantom buzz on their butt from their phone and be. I know, and then I'm I'm wearing it now, and I feel the buzz, but there's no buzz. I'll keep looking at it. There's no buzz. I'm getting buzzes whether I wear it or don't wear it all the time in my wrist that don't exist. You're gonna be distracted by that watch. It happens. It's, it, I get the same thing. I thought I was gonna be super distracted too, but I've had it for a couple of weeks and I'm not. And I like it a lot more than I thought I was gonna like it. I don't like the fact that I now don't have a sex life, but because um, I swear that the Apple Watch prevents me from getting late. I think it's your Google Glass that you keep wearing. No, that's, that's not it. It's keeping you the, the uh, Google Glass is not the reason why. Mickey Mouse face? Using I had it for a while. Okay. Now I got another face that has a bunch of stuff on it because I'm a total dork. Let's the see. Fitness. Uh, it's the got weather. the fitness on it. got the weather. It's got the moon thing. Yeah. Tells uh-huh. me what the moon's doing. Let me see. What see? does it look like? This one. Oh, yeah. And then okay. it's got the wind direction because, you yeah. know, I'm, I'm a pilot, of uh-huh. course. I got to know the wind direction at all at times. All t- well, how many like, knots are we at? Right today? now, we're at uh, we're about two oh, knots. Wind from the north, northeast, which is good for everyone to know. It's cloudy, by the way. I didn't look out the window. I was able to look at my watch and tell you that. Well, also, it's. Are uh, conditions good according to your watch? Are these it's, good flying uh, conditions? It's 11.45 a.m. 
Um, and where? A Greenwich Mean Time. Oh, gotcha. Which is UTC, which is what we use for aviation. So I just wanted you guys to know that in case you were wondering. Uh, and I haven't, I'm not anywhere near my fitness goal yet today, by the way. I got, I got a long way to go. So, uh, I, this is a very interesting topic. And I just wanted you guys to know that I have phantom buzzing in my <laughs> wrist now. And I hear that uh, happens to a lot of people. It's like how you were just like, you made fun of me for having an Apple Watch and now you have one. Yeah, well, okay. that happened. So, anyway, <laughs> um, a guy ate that a. Is, that is true. That's you are correct. <laughs> Roger that. So, um, a guy ate expired food for an entire year, and he's fine. As part of the experiment, he ate a cup of yogurt months oh. after its expiration date, and then tortillas a year past the expiration date. He said the food tasted just fine, and he didn't get sick from the food at all. Turns out the dates on the food labels have little to do with food safety. In many cases, expiration dates do not indicate when the food stops being safe to eat. Rather, they tell you when the manufacturer thinks the product will stop looking and tasting its best. So I believe that. Which is good for my mom because she leaves stuff for weeks after the date. Oh, it's fine. Oh, it's fine. Just sniff it. Oh, it's fine. Nope. If that date says this date, you're like it, dropped dead. It's in the garbage. I don't know. Certain stuff. I'll go like a couple days. Dairy, yeah, cheese, like, meat. No, I don't mess with that. No. Yeah. But I don't like mess dried with goods. Yeah, dried I don't goods, even look. Dried goods, I'll go a little bit longer. Yeah. I'll um, do sniff test on dry goods. Like bread, I have to look at. The piece Make sure of, there's gotta, no mold. Yeah, I yeah. gotta look at well, every little corner. Well, I'll look if there's no mold, <laughs> but I, I'm more like the density of it. Like, if it's hard, I won't eat it. Right. And that's, it I don't care what the date says. Right. Yeah, I know. It's probably fine. But there's others. And my mom, though. Oh, no, it's fine. I don't know about this butter, Mom. No, it's fine. Does it look fine? It's fine. <laughs> eat it. Okay. Uh, Reynolds Wrap. This is the second one of these stories that I've seen that I want to be I want to be in on. I forget what the other one was, but this one, Reynolds Wrap, is looking for someone to travel across the country for two weeks to eat ribs. I thought it was worldwide. Whatever, I'll, I'll do country. I'll do nationwide. That's fine. Just the company ribs? is searching for their next chief grilling officer to post photos, grilling techniques, and more on their website. $5,000 a week and Jeez. lodgings paid for for you and a guest. You have to submit a photo of you grilling along with 100 words on why you'd be best for the position. The deadline to apply is, uh, I think, today or tomorrow to do this. But nice you get a gig. Five grand a week to go around and eat ribs and post pictures about it. Wow. But you have to cook the ribs? You got you to grill them. No, 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 no. I think you eat them. I think you eat them at, like, restaurants and stuff. Hmm. I think that's the deal. But they want you to... Because otherwise, why would you go around the country? I got to go to different states to cook my own ribs? Yeah, maybe getting different recipes from people and, and getting... Yeah, because, you know like, saying? different regions have different ways they different barbecue. Different yeah. 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 Two weeks, it just says eat ribs. But if you're traveling the country, then you're going to different places that serve ribs. You go to Kansas City. You go to Memphis. Yeah. yeah. I'm just saying, like, the to enter, you have to be oh. grilling ribs. Well, you have to be- somebody give me a grill. <laughs> And I'll grill something up. We'll, we'll take a... Uh, uh, Paula knows how to f- uh, Photoshop. You can just Photoshop me in front of the grill. It'll be fine. Oh, yeah. I got you. Don't Photoshop me in, fr- in, in front of the, one of those like championship uh, grill master. <laughs> those, that are like, the, the, the trailer. Smoker? Yeah. The trailer. Just <laughs> Photoshop me in front of that. Apron that says, like, kiss the cook or whatever. Yeah, gotta, <laughs> no, it needs to say, like, number one grill champion of the world, <laughs> yeah. of the planet. Something ridiculous. Number one griller in the planet. 
in the universe to say it has to say something like that. Yeah. Or we can go to Home Depot and just take photos. That would be funny. A photo <laughs> and it's got the big price tag on it, you know, <laughs> with that handwriting yeah. that every How do they do that by the way? Can someone does anyone work at Home Depot? How do they do that? The handwriting on all the tags is exactly the same in every Home Depot. They must print it out now. Yeah. It looks probably. like it's markered on, but they must have like a Home Depot font. There's mm-hmm. like a marker font. And then they print them out. That, and it I'm looks sure. like the marker, but it's, it's got to be because it's like it looks shiny stuff. But it's every Home Depot you go to. Yeah. Somebody call Big Al from North Avenue. Big Al's the, uh, he's the general man. I don't know what the title is. It's his store. North kind of Avenue. Like the, uh, the Price is Right price tag yeah. writer, name writer. Yeah. Those are pretty close. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. For, for years, they've yeah. been pretty close mm-hmm. to each other, yeah. How do they get that font exactly like that? At Home Depot. Yeah, yeah we're going to go there and take, we'll take a picture of me grilling <laughs> something in front of the Home Depot That'd grill. Funny. And then I'm going to get this Reynolds wrap gig. Five grand. Yeah, they talk better than they type. These are the radio blogs with Fred and Angie. Ready? Right, status updates like we're writing in our diaries. Uh, 6.50 and 8.50. And you go first. Um, Dear blog, I have some uh, like family drama that I was dealing with all day yesterday. Um... I got this random text message on Father's Day. So my father, just a backstory, my father and I have not spoke in a couple years. Um, he's estranged from both of his children, myself and my brother, for just the same crap that he's always pulled. Um, How's your brother talked to him? My brother stopped a couple years ago, too. He, was, he tried yeah. to help, you know, made that one last ditch attempt, mm-hmm. and then my dad screwed him over again. Um, so I got a random text on Father's Day from a woman who I, I don't know, um, that happens to be, I guess, a friend of his, saying that he had a heart attack and went to the hospital, had to have three stents put in, and now he's having breathing problems because he has fluid in his lungs. And it's like, so we spent a whole day trying to figure out like where he was and calling random hospitals. <sighs> so he's in the hospital. And it's like so... I don't know. It's... I mean, I'm. I don't know how he's recovering. I mean, it sound. He says like he's gonna go home at some point, but he doesn't sound good at all. I spoke to him for a second, and he was just like really defensive on the phone and like rude on the phone. And I'm like trying to reconcile these emotions of like being angry with him and feeling bad at the same time and sad and like scared that something you know like he might not be here. It's a very weird feeling. So. But he's not really there anyway. What do you mean? He's not really present in your life anyway. He's not, but... I realize he's your dad. He's my dad. He's not present in my life, and he never really has been. Um, but isn't the advice the advice that you've, you've given me so many times in my situation with my father, who I'm estranged mm-hmm. from as well, which is that if it, doesn't, if, it has, if it has value to you at this point, then you do it. If it's cathartic for you, then you pursue it, then you go see him, then you do what you have to do. But at this point, based on his behavior towards you and the pain that he's caused you, mm-hmm. then if it's not cathartic, then you you yeah. don't. Yeah. Like, you know, if you if it makes you feel better, right. then, then follow your heart. And if it doesn't, and if it's going to cause you additional pain, then don't do it because... I mean, I forgave him a long time ago um, for all of that crap. I mean, not to his face, but I let it go. And... I've been fi- I've not been angry with him. I've just kept him away, you know, because I just don't want to deal with him. And now it's like, you know, I'm his oldest child. Um, I just feel like I it's it's all on my shoulders to like deal with this situation because he doesn't really have anybody else. And so it's like, ugh. And you know, 
if I don't, like, who else is going to do it? Right. It doesn't even, just because, you know, he's not present in your life, like, being, like, number one dad, it's still your father, and I think that's what affects you the most. For sure, because, you know, if he would have, like, died of that heart attack, and I, you know, wouldn't have seen him or spoke to him, it probably would have bothered me, like, forever, so... But what what part would have bothered you? That you didn't um, tell him to his face that you forgive him? Yeah, probably. Well, then you should go do that. Yeah, I think so. That, and then leave it at that, yeah. right? I mean, but, but here's the thing, you know, and this is where I get in trouble in my situation is that just from my perspective is that I wonder then... Is that good enough? Like, like, what, what do what I get? What do I get sucked into? Or, or what, what responsibility do I have then? What responsibility do you have then? Yeah. So you go and tell him these things, and then are you going to feel compelled to care Maintain? for him? No. Are you going to feel compelled to pay for the, the mm. medical care? Are you going to feel compelled to? That's the thing. A, a lot of other things that that you know d- d- does the situation compound compound into something that is beyond your comfort level? Yeah. You know, at what point? Yeah. No, that's true. I mean. I'm sure I'll be, you know, if something were to happen, I'm sure I'll be left with all that. You know, I'll be left with the financial responsibility and the responsibility of, like, you know, planning and things like that. So, But here's the thing, and people may disagree with me on this, and I haven't thought it out before I say it, which is not uncommon. But I, I, I believe that he, he's your father. Yeah. He owes you something. He does, but I, I never I, get that. I don't believe that you owe him anything. I don't owe him anything. And, and that's where some of these guys get mixed up, I think. No. In that they believe that they're owed something because they gave you life yeah. or something. No. He owed you to raise you and rear you and provide for you mm-hmm. because he made you. Right. And he didn't do that. Correct. And so I, what I hear you saying in some regard is that, you know, do I, and I'm, and I'm paraphrasing, but do you have... I feel an obligation or do I have an obligation to be there for him now? And my answer to you is I believe no. You have to do it only if you want to do it, not because that's what you're supposed to do. Oh, yeah. No, it's, he for, didn't do me. His it's part. for me. Like if I go there and say I forgive you, he'll be he doesn't think he's done anything wrong. Mm. So saying I forgive mm-hmm. you is for me. It's not for him. And so then do that for that reason. But the other, I yeah. think you made a statement a couple minutes ago about, you know, something that had to do with obligation and you have no, yeah. I don't believe, I don't believe you have any obligation. You do it because it's good do for I you. Do I have a moral obligation? I don't, I don't believe like, that. You're a better person than he is though. And I think that's what right. it comes down to. But again, that's about her. That's yeah. not about him. Because it's not like, I'm sure he, well, he's obviously, like you said, never felt obligated to take care of me in any way. But because he hasn't, doesn't mean that I'm that same kind of person. You know, I yeah. Feel no, I'm just that. saying you need to do it for you, yeah. And it needs to come from you, right? And not and don't feel if you don't. I guess is what I'm saying. Don't feel guilty because right because because you're his daughter. Mm-hmm. I guess is what. I, and I could be wrong about this. I no, could, but right. I no, I, think I think about this right. a lot. You know, and maybe that's in my situation. I hang on to but the I, bitterness I, I, a little bit because yeah. I think my father believes I might owe him something, right? And I don't believe I owe him anything. I think he owed me a lot. I think I'm I'm feeling that I'm I'm feeling compelled be, just because of who I am as a human being. You know, mm-hmm. I um I love my friends. I love my family. Yes, he did a, a horrible things to everyone in my family and myself. Um, but I know what kind of person I am and where my heart is at, that if something were to happen, the guilt yep. of not being who I know mm-hmm. I am would overtake it. Not because of him, not because I feel like I have to, but it's just because, uh, you know, that's who I am. Second question, though. Are you setting yourself up for further disappointment, potentially? Because that's the second thing you have to consider is 
yes, you're a good person, and yes, you want to be there for him because that's your nature, that's your calling, that's what that's what yeah. resonates in your mind. But in doing so, are you exposing yourself to more and further harm if, in fact, you're disappointed in the way he reacts? Well, I if, know I know how he's going to react. No expectations. No, that's yeah, all I, you have to and have. I expect the worst of his behavior as always. Well, I'm not I'm not looking to get back into his life like. You know, hey, let's be cool again. I'm not looking for any of that. Because that's all. the second question you have to ask yeah. yourself: is okay now if I'm going to put myself in the line of fire, then am I? If and when he am I going to be disappointed, and am I going to walk away from this even more hurt than I no. already am? Because if no. that's the case, no. then don't do it. I'm like my feelings as far as that is concerned are so gone. Like there's no there's no part of me that wants to reconcile. This is strictly about you know perhaps saying goodbye to the man who had me or made me so mm-hmm. and and that's where that ends really but it's still like hard yeah sure to think to think i mean he might fully recover knowing him <laughs> he might but yeah. um so yeah that's where i'm at it's a yeah. weird place yeah <laughs> it's a weird place to be that's a lot i mean i think anybody even if you're estranged from your family that if if you think they're on their deathbed you at least want to like i don't know some people don't but there's a part of me. Yeah, I, just, I think about that. Yeah, I think about that too. And I don't. I don't mean. I don't goodbye. mean to make your situation about mine, but no. I, it resonates with me so much. And I think the things that you're going through are things I think about all the time. Sure. You know, is just is, to say goodbye. Would I if I got? And I need. I need to do something about my situation. But before that happens, but if it did happen today, what would I do? Um, yeah, I'll know. I know I will never get from him what I need ever, ever. Even in his last breath, he would deny that he did anything wrong. But. Mm-hmm. I'll get what I need for myself. As long as you do, then then that's what you then you have to follow that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I like what Kaylin said. No Debbie expectations. <laughs> yeah, no. thanks, Ann. <laughs> Live from the Wintrust Studios, WKSCFM, Chicago, one hundred three five Kiss FM, and iHeart Radio Station. Here's Fred and Angie. All right, everybody. J Lo tickets in about fifteen minutes. Sean Mendez tickets in meet and greet. Uh, thank you for all of the DMs and all of the emails asking for special consideration on the Sean Mendes thing. Ain't gonna happen. Sorry. I love My you all. My sister's boyfriend's cousin's hamster died. No, I'm I... really sad, and the only thing that will make me happy is meeting Sean Mendes. Sorry about the hamster. But, but you um, but... you have a chance to win the ticket just like everybody else. Fair is fair, guys. Uh, 7.35 will do that. At, uh, backstage, you will meet Sean Mendes. You'll go to the show as well. That's coming up in a thousand bucks in the show of the Shelly Showdown at seven forty-five and five questions. If you can stop her fourteen-day win streak, the Entertainment Report in there too. What are you working on, Ash? Uh, Sophie Turner might play this famous singer in his biopic. His notice, I said his. I'll tell you who it is. All right. <laughs> uh, hey, Aiden. Good morning. Hey, how's Aiden, it going? Aiden, uh, we call this stay or go. So uh, we get a lot of DMs and messages and on all the platforms, people going, hey, what do you think about this thing that's going on in my life? What do you think about what's going on? Um, so what's up with you and your wife, Jennifer? What's the situation? Hey, so uh, it's kind of weird. Um, about a week and a half ago, I was um, kind of, I was just looking for some chapstick and I, my lips were chapped and I looked through my, my wife's kind of, personal drawer and I found some lingerie. Yeah, so I mean, she keeps her normal. chapstick? That's my first question. She keeps her chapstick in her underwear drawer? I was just curious. Well, I, I, I was just kind of looking around the, the yes. bedroom just wondering I see. For looking for chapstick because I didn't have any. Uh-huh. I thought maybe she would have some there. Okay. So I was looking in there and 
uh, I don't know, I figured maybe she kept chapstick in there, and I found some lingerie. And, okay. and I mean, it, it, I'd never seen it before, and it wasn't just like one piece of lingerie. It was like seven like different pieces of lingerie, and so it was, I'm just kind of concerned because I didn't, I hadn't seen any of this before, so I, I was just wondering why she had it. So I told her about this, and she kind of got defensive, and now I, I just feel like there's like this weird tension because she eventually told me that she just had it for herself, which I thought was kind of strange. And um, I have an important, I have an important question for you. Yeah. 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 Did you ever find the chapstick? <laughs> uh, no, no, I did not. I had chapstick for the rest of that day, and I was all stressed out and freaked Aww. out. He's sad. Are you yeah. are you saying you found the laundry like in her nightstand? Like, um, her, or, well, yeah, it was just like in her drawer. Well, you know, like a lot of women wear lingerie not for you know sexual freaky deaky purposes a lot of women wear it just under their everyday clothes because it makes them feel good yeah so, so you're concerned so let me you're concerned though you found this lingerie and you're like why have i never seen this as if to say who are you who are you showing it to or, yeah. or, or yeah like why would you why would you have the sexy stuff sexy clothing that you wouldn't show to me i'm married to you why haven't i seen right. this stuff and, right. and i and she wears stuff for me sometimes but i mean I never any i mean this stuff was kind of different whereas like this was uh like like, uh, more risque? Say, like crotchless hanging, oh. and um oh. it was like very so specifically oh. for the purpose i was gonna say, i was gonna say now wait a minute that changes everything yeah, because it does. <laughs> because if it were just just you know pretty stuff or whatever right then like, I, it wasn't I, just wasn't yeah. like a little negligee. Oh. It was like... It was functional. Kind of, <laughs> yeah. It was oh, the freaky, icky so stuff. Now, wait a minute. Looking through her stuff, but... Now, how can you be certain... Underneath. How can you be certain... I'm sorry to interrupt you, Aiden, but how can you be certain she's used it? I mean, how can you be certain that she didn't just buy it and you know she's waiting for the right it. opportunity or whatever? Well, I don't know. I mean, if, if that was the case, maybe she took the tags off, but it looked like... And I don't know, maybe I'm being paranoid, but it looks like they've been washed before... It looks like they've been born yeah. before. Okay, I don't know so if you can get, like, discount second-hand I, lingerie. I certainly hope it. not. That would be a different yeah. conversation if she's getting second-hand crotchless lingerie. But, that okay. Let me open this up because 855-591-1035 is how you get a hold of us. So so just to make okay. sure I understand what your concern is, it, it's that she's got this really freaky-dicky stuff that you've never seen. And, and right. by the way, what was her reaction? Um, remind me what her reaction was when you told her that you found this stuff. Well, she was she was kind of upset and defensive and sort of just almost. It felt like she was getting mad at me for even asking. And she said that she just had it for herself. That this is just something that she liked to wear. And so we, I don't know. It just felt like she was kind of hiding something, or maybe she was embarrassed or something. I really don't know. It's like I'm not sure what's you, happening, but she's been upset. Have you had any suspicions of her like cheating or anything in the past, or is this like out of the blue? No, I mean, we've been married for three years, so, I mean, it, it feels weird just even thinking about it. Like, it really is just kind of freaking me out. Like, I'm rethinking everything and replaying. Well, I don't know if, I, should, I, don't know yeah. if I think you should do it. You, you probably stumbled a, across something that she just didn't want 
other, you, you, maybe she wasn't ready for you to see it, or maybe she's it, doing webcam videos. Yeah. Right. Well, don't don't feed it. Well, I'm just like thinking out loud. Don't feed it. I don't know. I'm giving I, I will say I'm the functionality him. of it changes the story because, yeah, like Angie said initially, I, I've heard of women owning. I mean, of course, they, women own lingerie and the, the different kinds of underwear for themselves. Right. That doesn't have to be for you. But that said, if there are holes in certain places um, yeah. by design, that would sort of be for, for some. <laughs> Maybe she uses it to go to the bathroom. Oh. And she just doesn't oh want to take her on is, is that a thing? No. I, I don't know. I just no. made it up. But no, I was, no, I, no, no, no. It's not a thing. I was asking if women wear crotchless underwear for, for ease yeah, of use. I mean, it's it's hard to take your underwear down when you have to go to the bathroom. Okay, never mind. I, I was like, really, Kaylin? I'm learning no. something today. No, that's no, not a thing. Not All right, not me. a thing. I, um, I only said the webcam thing just to give him options of yeah. things to talk to her about and bring yeah, up. Yeah, way, way to add to the paranoia. Because at least, well, right. then she's not cheating. Well, that wouldn't even be so bad. Oh, right. that's she's not a, cheating, that, Oh, that's I mean, a problem. Or she's not like... A problem. It, I mean, it's a different kind of problem. It's for a sure. problem. For sure it is, but it's different. It's different. Yeah. I'm not cool with that one either. She's uh, not in a relationship. Where, I'm not yep. down with that one either. Um, all right, let me take some phone calls. Aiden, we're going to take some calls. Uh, have the radio right. on and, and let, you can hear the good feedback. Luck. Thank you for sharing. Have a good day, okay? All right, thank you. Oh, boy. <laughs> you guys. This segment's brought to you by Chapstick. The only brand for Aiden. Um, never found it. Hey, Brian. Aww. Yeah. He's, he's scared. I'm sorry. That, he's scared. He was a little obsessed with the chapstick, I thought. I just, I just. He was probably nervous. It made me laugh. Yeah. And, and I'm sorry nervous. for what he's going through, which, by the way, might be nothing. What do you think, Brian? There's something going on here. Like, if, if he finds it and confronted him, or confronted her and said, uh, hey, what's this? Like, I found this. And she said, oh, I was saving for a special occasion, or I was going to surprise you. But she got defensive about it. There's something... It could be from a previous relationship, by the way. I mean, they've been married for... uh, It doesn't say here how long they've been married in the email. But perhaps she's had it for a while. Um, Maybe she didn't really want to get to the the, the purpose of it because she was mad that that he was snooping. Because, frankly, if you're going through my underwear drawer looking for chapstick or whatever, I'm probably not too happy about that. Yeah, but you can't get mad... First, you can't make that the the whole, you know, it's like, keep your eye on the ball. It's not about the snooping here. It's about what, at this moment, oh. what we thought. But she's redirecting the whole conversation to the snooping, where she should be trying to, you know, make him feel at least assured that she's not cheating or, like, reassure him is somehow. Not, this is not... This is not like she snooped and then found a text message from a guy saying, come over with your crotchless underwear on. He found something that may or may not be related to the fire. There may not be a fire at all. It's not even about what he found. It's about that he's worried and she needs to reassure her husband. I guess. He's he's worried. She needs to reassure him. Or or tell him, yeah, I'm totally cheating or I'm totally filming webcams or whatever she's doing. Maybe she'll get to that after she's like, why were you going through my stuff? Because I wouldn't like that either. Well, I yeah, feel but violated then, but then, by like, that. But that's my underwear that's drawer. That's not what this is about right now. And then, well, why are we excusing the snooping? Well, because <laughs> because that's not re- he's not upset with her or like worried about anything else, and she needs to reassure him first. All right. and they can address the snooping later. Uh, Brian, thank you. Have a good day. You do. See, but I think he's filling in the narrative here. It, it's it's underwear. But she's not giving him any anything to go by so of course he's filling in a narrative monique yeah well hey good morning just to recap here our boy aiden with the chap lips he 
He found some um, uh, risque underwear, lingerie in his wife's underwear drawer while searching for something else. And he's concerned about it. What do you think? And and she's not offering much um, as a response. Yeah, I think it's kind of weird that she's not, like, defending herself, like, just kind of make it reassure him. But in my defense, I feel like I've had this situation kind of happen where I bought lingerie and it just hasn't looked really good on me. So I didn't want him to see it. I kind of put it away in my drawer, and he has found it. And he's like, why haven't you worn this? And I'd be like, well, I mean, I just didn't feel that great now. Yeah, because then they'll want you to try it on, and you're like, no, I feel gross in it. And I don't want to, yeah, you know? Which is why it's none of my business what's in your underwear drawer. And I don't think it's for me, then, once I find it, to automatically assume that you're doing something with it. He wasn't going snooping on purpose. He was just looking for his chapstick. Well, weird. For chapstick, but yeah, I, I I don't know. Maybe she should reassure him a little more. But I can see where she might be a little defensive because she feels uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Thank you, Monique. Have a good day. Thank you. Thanks for calling. Hey, Gabby. Hi. Hey, Gabby. What do you think's going on here? Well, I uh, from her reaction, I think it's one of two things. Either she is cheating and she's using it with another partner, or I mean, I have an old drawer of lingerie that I've used with other partners that I'm not going to use with my current partner, but I have not just gotten rid of it yet. Same. So he, she, you know, because you just don't. I don't know. I I don't do that. Like if I've worn a piece with somebody else, like I'm not wearing it again. Probably should just throw it away. And and maybe she's uncomfortable having to explain that to this guy. And he never would have known if he hadn't gone through her stuff. Especially because of the nature of it. Maybe it's not like their kind of thing that she would ever wear for him. Mm. So I think that if she, her defensiveness, that might be. Yeah. um, And that's all she would have to say is like, listen, it's really old. I just haven't gotten around to throwing it away. And just yeah. just let him know that instead of getting defensive and now he's drawing conclusions and now he's like, well, you're not even giving me an explanation. So now I really think you're cheating. Mm. Well, the way the way that he approached it maybe was like also a little bit like, uh, you know, aggressive or uh, implying that she was cheating. And maybe that was why she got aggressive because we don't really know how the conversation. I mean, was. it doesn't even matter, though, because I feel like if my husband came to me with something that he found by accident or whatever, and he was drawing a conclusion that maybe I was cheating. My only mission in life is to reassure my husband that I am not cheating. Yeah. I'm not focusing on anything else. Like, no, no way. There's not nothing going on. I'm not mad at him about the snooping or that he found it or how he approached me about it. I'm just trying to make him understand what the situation is. Um, thank you for calling, Nicole. Yeah. Hey, Nicole. All right. Final say. What do you think? Uh, I agree with Angie. I feel like the first priority is to clear the air and make it known that this is not what's happening. Mm -hmm. And I do think that she might have had this stuff for a while and came across it and it might have triggered some old stuff like, oh, this is from like a past relationship or whatever. Granted, she should probably get rid of it. And I don't think that he was snooping in a way. I think that if they're married, that's different than just being in a relationship. So they, he should know what's in his house. So I think him just kind of stumbling upon it should open up the conversation of like what it is where it's come from but she should definitely be honest and clear the air just to reassure him right. that this is not that yeah because mm-hmm. if you're getting defensive like that then you're really gonna be suspicious you know her husband's yeah, really gonna be right. your reaction to a question like that shows everything so if you're like mad defensive and mm-hmm. yelling at him for snooping instead of addressing by the way I made that part up she didn't yell at him for anything yeah, she's just like, not offering him an explanation because right. she's probably embarrassed about what he found which I think is a normal 
normal reaction. But then you say I think that she's allowed to be embarrassed about it. Right, she needs to be real about what it is. Yeah, and, you know, she can get say over that. the shock and then clear it up. Um, thank you, Nicole. All right, I, I lied. Thanks. I want to get a male perspective. One of them. Hey, Ryan. Hey, Ryan. What do you think? You heard the whole story. You heard Sarah go. What do you think? Yeah. So you know, a couple things. This cat is for real, Snowbell. But that isn't the point. The point is, is that when he found stuff. He said, it's for me, and then got defensive. Now, the only time you say it's for me and you don't have a real explanation, and then you start arguing your point and defend yourself mm-hmm. on something else, mm-hmm. is when you're making some stuff up. Mm-hmm. Now, I know that, because that's when I know I'm making some stuff up. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I agree up. with that. Why can't I have so, something so, that's for no, no. me? Right, no, no. right, right. So this might, this might be for her, but... It's her reaction. Right. So she's either hiding something that she's doing she doesn't want them to know, or she's hiding something she's embarrassed about. But either way... They got a conversation they need to have because when you're married, you got to talk about that stuff. Mm-hmm. He's got to know she's got it. She's got to know why. It's just the way it is because this kind of stuff only causes problems in the long run. Mm-hmm. You start having, you're allowed to have your little secrets. Little secrets are good, but when you yeah. start collecting these things, and you start reacting that way when you're yes. questioned, like the reaction. Then every time you get a question on she something, she feels violated. Hiding, though it that- just looks like you're hiding. But yeah, but man, it's in your top drawer. Are you really hiding it? Well, I, I don't go through my partner's stuff, but okay, I hear you, Ryan. Thank you. Have a good day. No, I hear yeah. you. I hear you. Thanks, man. All right, one more, because we took a lot of female calls on this. Joe. Hey, how's it going, guys? Joe, what do you think? I don't know, but this is obviously kind of a, a stretch, but I feel like this would be the same scenario as uh, if she would have found, like, a box of condoms in his nightstand with no explanation, no nothing. It's just the fact they get defensive to say that mm-hmm. it was from a previous relationship or to say anything like that with no explanation. I think it just looks really bad. If, yeah, because of the defensiveness. I don't. I, I can defend the defensiveness. I can't defend the fact that she's not offering any further explanation. But you know, I also can't. I don't know this woman. I don't know how she processes things. Maybe she will we'll sit down with them when she calms down, and they'll have a rational conversation about how there's nothing going on. I don't know, and I also don't know how long this has been going on. So um, exactly, yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of things here I don't know. It just sounds weird, like that, like you know, kind of brush it under the rug. It's nothing, whatever, and just keep it moving. When you know, obviously. Right. You know, maybe he's riding her on it. Maybe she's not. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I really she don't. She could squash it if he. I mean, uh, all she has to do is like explain it and squash it and move on. Now he's just going to keep going, or he's going to keep being suspicious. And now every little thing. But she's, he's also accusing her of cheating or implying that she's cheating. And if she's not doing that, maybe she's really pissed now. Like, wait a minute, you find something in my personal drawer and now I'm a cheater. Well, but like, then explain on. it. You can explain it, and then exactly. she's not offering an explanation. So. Of mm. course, he's going to start freaking out. Thank you, Joe. Have a good day. Thanks, Thanks for calling. Let's do uh, J-Lo tickets right now. It's Sunday, June 30th at uh, the UC. Tickets still available at Ticketmaster.com. Thanks to Live Nation. If you want to go see J-Lo, call at 25-855-591-1035. Hit us up now. The Entertainment Report's next. Uh, kiss. We do have Sean Mendes tickets and uh, backstage right after the Entertainment Report. Uh, hello, Michelle and Hammond. How are you? How are you? Michelle, you're going to see J-Lo, okay? Oh, my God, thank you. Yes, Yay! Sunday, June 30th, Ticketmaster.com for everybody else. Thanks to Live Nation. You got these tickets, so enjoy the show. Have a great day. Thank you for listening. Thank you so much.
much. You got to stay right there. This is Angie's Entertainment Report. Yes! With Fred and Angie on 103.5 KISS FM. It's brought to you by Sharp Vision, LASIK, and Eye Care. We were talking the other day about Cuba Gooding Jr. He turned himself into police in New York last week after a woman claimed he groped her breasts at a bar. Now, another woman coming forward. The Morning Toast host, Claudia Oshry, claims that Cuba Gooding Jr. sexually assaulted her when she was just 16. She's 24 now and says that Cuba put his fingers in places while at a nightclub without her permission. Um, She explained, I was a kid who was 16, underage at a club. I thought I was going to be in trouble for being in a club underage, so I kept my mouth shut. Um, He, of course is now uh, awaiting set, or awaiting a trial for the other things, and who knows if they're going to add her to this, too. Um, Olivia Wilde and John Hamm have joined the cast of Clint, e- Clint Eastwood's upcoming drama, Richard Jewell. Do you remember the 96 Atlanta Olympics bombing? Oh, yeah. And who Richard Jewell was? Yeah, he didn't wind up doing anything, but, but he was the guy. Exactly. So, um, Paul Walter Hauser is set to star as Richard Jewell alongside Sam Rockwell as his attorney and Kathy Bates as Jewel's mother. The drama is based on Vanity Fair article chronicling the story of Richard Jewel, real-life security guard whose world was flipped upside down after law enforcement leaked to an overzealous reporter that Jewel was a possible suspect for the pipe bombing at Centennial Park during the 96 Olympics in Atlanta. So, Wilde is going to play a real-life reporter named Kathy Scruggs. Um, Ham will be an FBI agent investigating that bombing. That'll be a really interesting movie to watch. Um, Boy George says that he wants Sophie Turner to play him in a movie about his life. Now you gotta, it's hard to picture it, but you know, this this piece that I'm reading has a side-by-side picture of them, and I can kind of see it. So, the Culture Club singer said that there were talks over a lot of different people who could play him, and one of the most interesting suggestions was the Game of Thrones actress. He continued, I think that will upset people, which I really like. Oh, she can't play you. She's a woman. But when I was 17, I would have loved to have been her. Sophie Turner responded to Boy George's suggestion. Um, she tweeted, I am so down, Boy George. Uh, the movie's about uh, the Culture Club front and it's currently being developed, so that would be really cool. More to check out online today. Uh, Cardi B was at Bonnaroo, had a wardrobe malfunction, went and put on a bathrobe, and continued doing... Yeah, I saw this. Yeah, continued doing her set. Also, Bella Thorne getting the jump on somebody trying to um, release her nudes. So she's like, whatever, I'll do it myself. That way you cannot extort me. There you go. You can see it all at fredangie.com. All right, let's do it. Sean Mendez, Allstate, on June 28th, which is a Friday, and you get to go to the meet and greet with Sean Mendes at the show. Thanks to Republic Records. Let's do it right now. Call number 25-855-591-1035. Sean Mendes tickets and backstage to hang with Sean right now. Hit us up. Post Malone. He's on Kiss. All right. Fred Nancy on Kiss 736 Post Malone. Let's talk to uh, Nayeli. 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 Is it Hey, what's up? Yes, Nayeli. How you doing, Nayeli? I'm good. How are you? What's going on? Tell me, uh, tell me about you. Tell me about your love for Shawn Mendes. I actually personally don't, but my oh, cousin loves. Oh boy, you about to get it. Mm-hmm. You about now your cousin, but your cousin is a super fan. So you're doing this for your cousin, maybe. Yes. Oh, that's nice. Because I was going to say, if you're like, I don't really care, I just, I guess I'll go. Oh, if you were to say that, no. Mendes army would have lost their I, mind. I would, this would have caused a riot <laughs> in the streets. Yes. It would have been uh, disastrous. So what's your cousin's name, the super fan? My, 
Lupe. Lupe. So Lupe wants to hang with Sean Mendes, and Lupe wants to be close to those twelve pack abs. That's what Lupe yes. wants. You will go crazy. Right, and the, okay, and how are you going to? Let's say you win. How are you going to use this to your advantage with Lupe? What does Lupe have to offer? Oh, I don't know. I didn't think about that. You yeah. better start thinking about it because you won. Your, put Why? on your blackmail and this the kindness, kindness of her heart. You win. <laughs> okay. What do you mean the kindness of your heart? No hey, way. Hey, hey, yeah. Use that for leverage. Now you're her favorite cousin. What? I know. Oh, oh really, Rufio? <laughs> you of all people are going to use it for leverage? I helped Kaylin get tickets to go see Andy Cohen. I'm not That's true. like, yo, Kaylin, let's go. Me back. I need food every day this week. Okay, that would be, I would beat your ass. I'm going to say, you haven't asked for anything yet. I give you plenty of food. I'm I'm in my mind waging what I'm going to use as my leverage. Remember that time, Kaylin, when you met Andy Cohen? Remember that time? I'm going to use that. Why? I'm not really going to use it. Oh, my God. Um, Oh, Okay, anyway, uh, Sean Mendez tickets and meet and greet, okay? I was, it's a joke. I know, I was joking back with you. I'm going to think of something now. Um, (laughs) Nayeli, hold on, okay? Okay, thank you. Have a good day. No, now I'm going to think of something. Cool. Now I'm going to come up with something. What do I want? I mean, what do I want? What do I, Rufio? What do I want? Something that you made fun of six months ago, then you want it now, like oh, an Apple Watch. Damn! Oh god. <laughs> well, when I bought it, it became really cool. Oh, so okay. Uh huh. Yeah, it happened. It just happened. <laughs> uh, it's, it actually, I don't know if you know, but uh, sales of the Apple Watch have just skyrocketed in Chicago because I now own one. So uh, I still don't want one. It's very exciting. No, no, it's uh, I never have it. Skyrocketed, I tell you. It, well, you it's good you don't want one because you can't get one. Yeah, they sold oh. out everywhere now. So yeah, that's the truth. Hi. Hi, Showbiz Shelley. Hi, good morning. Good morning, how you doing? Hey, I'm good, how are you? Let's do the uh, showdown next. Just one thing after another, just giving it all away today. A thousand bucks is the prize, 235 and 15. Only 15 losses, mm-hmm. all time, and you've won 14 in a row. So we'll see if somebody can get you in five questions to get their thousand bucks. 855-591-1035. After the Jonas Brothers on Kiss. And Angie on 1035 KISS FM. Pop, pop, this show's up. The showbiz Shelly's is on. Yeah, the lawyers made us bleep that out. All right. Shelly. Hi. Let's meet your player. Challenger today is Kylie. Hi, Kylie. Oh. Good morning. Kylie, let's learn about you. Tell us about yourself. Uh, well, I'm 27. Um, I have a wonderful six-year-old daughter, and I'm on my way right now. Oh, what's your daughter's name? Madeline. Madeline. Okay, good. All right, good. Let's um, let's do this. Five questions. A thousand bucks is the prize, and Shelly has won a. An amazing 235 times. So we'll see uh, how you do if you can stop her 14-day win streak, okay? All right. She does share the name with the Kardashian, so I'm a little nervous. Oh, all right. Kylie, good luck. Here we go. Thanks so much. Uh, Shelly, looking graceful today. Uh, Hair in the bun position. Got a striped sweater on. Got some denim. Oh, she's doing a French tuck today, by the way. And the uh, footwear? Uh, white Keds. White Keds. And the Showdown Faster Rundowns brought to you by CD1 Price Cleaners. New wash and fold laundry service created to make everyday clothes look and feel runway, runway ready. ready. Okay. Meow. Here we go. Question number one. Name one of the celebrities that made a cameo in Taylor Swift's new video for You Need to Calm Down. Ellen DeGeneres. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle released a new photo of their son. What's his name? 
Archie. Northwest and Penelope Disick had their annual shared birthday party. Who are both of their mothers? Uh, Kim Kardashian and Courtney Kardashian. Nev Shulman said Arande is interested in co-hosting this MTV. Neve, rather, Neve Shulman uh, said Ariana Grande is interested in co-hosting this MTV show with him. And KJ Appa turned 22 this week. KJ plays Archie Andrews on this hit TV show. Oh, geez. Uh, Three. I have no idea. Oh. Right, well, four. four is a good score. You did so, real good. Let's see how we do. You think Shelly gets five? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I think she'll get five, too. Rufio, but you did good. Wow, Rufio is updating we'll the board even with a four. Ooh. Even with a four. Wow. All right, Shell. Yes. Ready? Name one of the celebrities that made a cameo in Taylor Swift's new video for You Need to Calm Down. Katy Perry. Correct. Or Alan, or Ryan Reynolds, or it goes yeah. on and on 20 and 20 people. Yeah. Uh, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle released a new photo of their son. What's his name? Archie. Northwest and Penelope Disick had their annual shared birthday party. Who are both of their mothers? Kim Kardashian and Courtney. Neve Shulman said Ariana Grande is interested in co-hosting this MTV show with him. Catfish. And finally, KJ Appa turned 22 this week. KJ plays Archie Andrews on this hit TV show. Riverdale. Boom! Rufio is pumped! Rufio is fired up! Can you believe it? I wish anybody believed in me as much as Rufio believes in Shelly. The Daisy believes in you is really good. Damn. Wow. And the Daisy doesn't, you cry. I really do. I know. Well, the, the Daisy doesn't. I've a long time. Yeah, yeah. the Daisy doesn't, he really yeah. lays into you, though. Yeah. I know. I know. Rufio I is. How much he, I gas you up. I'm telling you. Therapy. Rufio can make yeah. me feel really good oh, yeah. and really bad. True. All at the same time. No um, Kylie, great score, but I'm sorry. Not going to win today. You got to say it. My name is Kylie. I got showed up on the showdown. My name is Kylie, and I got showed up on the showdown, and I cannot hang with the gorilla. No. Aww. Which one did she miss? I'm just curious. Um, Riverdale. 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 You can't hang with the gorilla. You know, I yeah. just got 100 calories, calories for that. that. Yeah. I got 100 calories for that. <laughs> You're damn right I did. <laughs> All right. Uh, Kylie, hang on, okay? Sure. All right. Nice job, Shelly. <laughs> Thanks. Shelly, you ever gotten into, uh, into any good trouble before? Actually, have. Yeah, let's, let's give me an example. Come on, give, me, give me an example Come on, about Shelly. a time. I have a few. I have the time my mom called the cops on me because she couldn't find me. I was at the beach. Your mom called the police? Yeah, because she couldn't How find me. How old were you? I was in college, yeah. You were yeah. you're in college. Okay, so your college. mom can't find you. Yeah. So she calls the police. You're 22 years old. Yeah. How long was she looking for you before she called? It was probably, oof, a few hours, I think. But a few hours? You're 22. You could be anywhere. I mean, you're, right. you're an adult. It was the middle. I was with a boy at the beach. Really? Yeah. Oh. I that's, was speaking to my mom. Yeah, like she was so embarrassing. It was the most embarrassing. Oh, Sandy and I don't know, like beach. I don't know. I mean, well, yeah. I'm, that's not a place I'm trying well, to get into any good trouble. Well, she didn't say she was doing it. Well, I see. Yeah. Yeah. What were you doing at the beach? Yeah, what were you doing? 
I don't even remember. Yeah. Uh-huh. She's like, well, I was doing <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't it. Um, so we're celebrating the show Good Trouble on Freeform tonight. Um, the spinoff of the critically acclaimed drama The Fosters. If you love that show, then you'll love this. They've now graduated college and they've moved on. And they're in L.A. and they're experiencing life as, um, I guess, young adults. So I want to hear a story about a time that you and your friends got into some good trouble. And the reward for the best story is 250 bucks. 855-591-1035. And, of course, the um, premiere of the hit TV series Good Trouble is on Freeform tonight at 7 o'clock. you got to watch it. Everybody watch the show tonight, Freeform. All right. Check your local listings. 7 o'clock. Watch it on uh, Xfinity. You know, I'll be watching it on my Xfinity. Mm-hmm. You can watch it on all of them, though. But I want to hear about a time that you got into some good trouble. Uh, and the best story right now, if you call, 250 bucks. And the judge is uh, Joffrey over there. Rewarding your bad behavior. Gonna, yeah, seriously. I hear, <laughs> we heard one about uh, an alligator. We heard one earlier. What was the other one? Oh, it was about a, a New Orleans a guy who stole... Cop bikes. Several guys who stole cop bicycles rode them around. Uh, Let's hear your good trouble right now. Then we'll do good news stories on Kiss Khalidzan. Can we just... Uh, Good news stories in just a second. Khalidzan, it's 7.52 on Kiss. Where's my music? All right. Let's hear about this. Uh, Fred Nagy. I want to hear about your good trouble. Good trouble you found yourself in. Wait, what happened at uh, Hannah's gone? Are we doing Jessica now? Who are we doing? What? Hannah's phone dropped off. Oh, so Hannah was the winner. So Hannah called back because he liked your story. Here, I got that. I did. I got the theme music going on. What did you do? I'll give you one of my favorites while we wait for her to call back. That's fine, yeah. So, um... We had that one friend in school that lived, like, right across the street from school whose parents had, like, the liquor cabinet stock at all times. And um, we had the other friend that lived down the street whose parents were always, like, out of town for the weekend and left them home alone. And they had a pool. So they'd have parties all the time. And, of course, when you're in high school, the objective is to find the liquor or to find somebody that will get you the liquor. So we went to the one friend's house. Broke into the to the basement window because her parents had the liquor cabinet stocked and stole all their booze and took it over to the pool party and we were the heroes like the heroes of wow. school. It was and but we like literally broke and entered into a house to get that booze. I saw that episode of Cops. I saw you guys on there. <laughs> Cops filmed on location in Minneapolis. All, spe- all suspects are innocent until proven guilty. In a court of law. She never knew we did it. How could they not know? I mean, somebody broke into their basement. Why would you suspect it's... Uh, you didn't replace the bottles know. with water? Like, yeah, no. I used to do that. <laughs> yeah. no. My parents like, why is all our liquor like, watered down? Yeah, it's crappy. You see the, word, yeah. the measurement is? Oh, okay. my parents did that. Oh, I know like they did a real that. thief. A real thief yeah. would go in and put water yeah, in the liquor bottles. My parents were so hard on me growing up, and they were so convinced that I was scheming them all of the time. And then eight years later, my sister's in high school, and they would leave town, and they would leave her... Her guardian would be a senior at the high school that my sister was. Was she's a freshman? I'm going. You. They call me. They'd be like, "Yeah, we're in California. Amanda's at home. Well, who'd you leave her with? Oh, so and so. The senior at the same. Do you understand what's happening at your home right now? Oh, uh, she wouldn't do anything. Are you kidding me? The kind of raging parties that took place at our house. I'm like, you would never have done that when I was in high school. You and they marked all the bottles, and they thought they for did. sure. Oh, they thought for sure I was in up to all kinds. Of, I didn't do anything. Then they leave my sister with a high school seat. Come on, that's your fault though. 
you did such a great job of not doing anything. Yeah, they, they let they their assume, guard down. Yeah, they assume your sister did the same thing. Right. Yeah, the younger siblings always get away with murder. Mm-hmm. Mine did, too. Telling you, I go back to the house. My my parents and I, they have revisionist history. Is <laughs> I love my parents more than anything, but I go home to the house and be like, "Where's my sister? Oh, she's in the bedroom with her boyfriend, with the door closed." I'm like, "What? Door closed? <laughs> what? Nah. Oh no, he's a virgin. They don't do anything. <laughs> what? Can you believe it? <laughs> Are y'all new? <laughs> <laughs> they forgot. Yeah, my sister was into some good trouble on that. One. <laughs> We'll get another story, I guess. It feels good with Fred and Angie on 103.5 KISS FM. Yeah. 250 bucks for the best story. Uh, let's do good news stories. We do them every day on the show. Brought to you by National Lewis University. What you got, Ange? A teen who was stranded at the airport after her flight was canceled got help from an unexpected source, a pilot from another airline. So a video shared on United Airlines' YouTube page explains that Kiana Coffin, who was 19, was flying back to school at Pacific University in Oregon when her flight on another airline was diverted to Seattle because of bad weather. Well, that put her in a hotel room overnight and kind of forgot about her. Her dad, Dave, explains in the video. But while she was talking to a TSA agent, United pilot Robert Fonte saw Kiana and thought she might need help. He asked if she was doing okay. She started bawling. Um, said that she had to get back home. She was going to miss graduation. So the pilot decided to pay for her flight home and get Kiana where she needed to be. Wow. So yeah, from another airline, he's, and she's so beyond grateful, and her dad Dave is now uh, texting buddies with the pilot, the guy that's named his daughter. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. So a 12-year-old girl has come up with an ingenious toy to ease the anxieties of young hospital patients just like her. Her name is Ella Cassano. She was diagnosed with a rare autoimmune disease. I don't even know how to say this. She's only seven years old when she got it, yeah. though. The disease means that her blood doesn't clot normally, and she generally has a very low amount of blood platelets. Despite how the disease generally goes away over time, Ella has never healed from the condition. So in order to replace the amount of platelets in her bloodstream, she receives a special treatment that's delivered through an IV drip every eight weeks. Well, she was intimidated by the atmosphere of the Connecticut hospital and often felt anxious going into the IV treatment. And that's why she invented the Medi. Teddy. It's a sweet stuffed teddy bear toy that can hide the front of a child's IV bag. That way, Aww. instead of seeing a plastic hospital bag filled with mysterious liquids and medications, a young patient can look at a smiling toy Ooh. friend. When That's I had cute. my first infusion, I was surprised and a little bit intimidated by the look of the amount of tubing and medical equipment on my IV pole. And as I saw more and more children experiencing the same feelings, I became more interested in creating a friendlier experience for young IV patients. So she created Many Teddy. Uh, they have a GoFundMe campaign to raise money for the Medi Teddy's manufacturing, and they've surged past uh, twenty thousand dollars. So anyway, uh, wow. if you go to it's M E D I T E D D Y for more information on this really smart idea. I remember yeah, it is. I had meningitis when I was a kid, and I had a name for my IV. I don't remember what it was. My mom would remember, but um, juice box. <laughs> but my parents did everything to distract me from that thing. For some, I was in the I wasn't in the hospital around Christmas time, but I it was candy canes. I remember that, and every day they'd bring me a teddy bear or a, 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 um, a care, care bear. bear. Yeah, you remember the story? I a do. care bear that I was in the hospital every day. They brought me a different one. I still have them, by the way. Yeah, can you apartment? In my bed at home. Yeah, I, actually, yeah. If you come over <laughs> really? to the crib, yeah, you have to get all the care bears out of the way before I hit it. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my. Ooh, yeah. panty dropper. Uh, I'm about to hit it. Hey, are those teddy bears? Uh, no, you're yeah, not. move those out of the way. <laughs> so I can hit it. I'm going to leave now. Because <laughs> of the teddy bears. Like and I say it like that. 
Please don't. <laughs> I'm scared. I'm scared. This might be why I'm not married. <laughs> oh my nah, God. nah, nah, nah. Then I sing, here comes the hot stepper. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Because <sighs> it says that in the song. You know yeah. the part. Uh-huh. <laughs> In the very beginning. In the beginning. Nah, nah. And then I start nah, singing the nah, Ini Kamosi, and then everybody <laughs> leaves. Everybody leaves. <laughs> they don't even realize. It was going to be a wild, gone. yeah. It was yeah. going to be a wild party with a bunch no. of ladies, and then they see the teddy bears and they hear me go Ini Kamosi on them. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're like, "Let's get out of here quick before yeah. he murders us all." Yeah. Well, I'm not gonna. Well. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't stop. <laughs> you going, friend? Oh, yeah. No. Shut up, <laughs> you know what? Uh, I didn't say it. There's something that got murdered. But Ruchio said it for me. Somebody's going to win $250. Hey, I didn't do it. I hesitated. Hit it. Hey, Nicole. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey. Hi. Let's hear a good trouble story because we lost the other girls. So let's hear this good trouble story as we celebrate the premiere of the show tonight on Freeform at 7. What you got? Well, when I was 17, my uh, class went to Greece and Italy, and my grandma was, like, super protective over me, made me watch Taken on the way there, gave me a rape whistle. <laughs> oh, a rape way. whistle. She made you watch yes. Taken on the way? Oh, boy. Oh, my God. On okay. the way, yes. And, um, well, my friends and I decided we were going to sneak away. We snuck away. We got on the subway. We went shopping. We did crazy stuff. But the worst part was is I totally stole a piece of the Greek god Zeus's temple and brought it back to America <gasps> and when my grandma found it she flipped out threatened to like turn me in she said it would cost me a million dollars and I was scared because I was a 17 little you stole so cool you stole a piece of a historic element I would and it's a Greek it- God thing. Oh, so boy. I would feel like that would be horrible. You know, Prometheus so is cool. after you now. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy, you're in trouble. I mean, I had pretty good luck, I'll say. So, mm. I mean, Did she watch the Brady Bunch episode where they stole yeah. that tiki idol thing? Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I think this is going to be a problem for you someday. <laughs> Scary. Well, my grandma still hasn't forgiven me for it, so. Where is it? Do you still have the piece? Yes, of course. I kept it. I mean, it's just like I'm going to display it one day, but I haven't done it. But yes, I definitely kept it. We're going to hear from the Greek consulate. They're going to want to put a trace on this line and come find you and take their statue piece back. Don't even scare me. I'm so cold. Have you had any of bad luck? She says no, but but, uh, all right, Nicole, you know what? She just won 250 bucks. You just won 250 bucks. So that's even, you, you just, you're lucky. Maybe this is lucky for you. Hey, maybe. <laughs> Zeus you got know, your back. I, I'm sure they're not going to. Uh, hang on one second, Nicole. Have a great day. I'm glad you called. You know, on the Tribune Tower, they're like making it into condos now. I'm sure yeah. they're not going to change the, the edifice or the exterior of it. But right. like the, the they've, got, they've got little pieces of all kinds on of different side. monuments mm-hmm. throughout the building. I wonder if they stole those. I wonder if Nicole <laughs> went to all these monuments and stole like piece of the Taj Mahal, stuffed it in the side of the Tribune Tower. Because if you go there, you you can't see it now because it's all blocked up. But yeah. when they reopen That's it, like my they've got part like of that they've got little pieces of different you know world renowned. Uh, pieces of architecture in in the in you know like Embedded planted in the into exactly into yep. the wall. Yeah, I love right that. Right down the uh, Illinois side on Illinois Street. Yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. There you go. All right, guys, uh, that was a Oof. good story. Except for That's all cool. the Greek people who are pissed off now. Two hundred and fifty <laughs> bucks in good trouble. Uh, free form tonight at seven o'clock. Do we have it here? Ah, this is me right here. <laughs> oh my god. This is me. I come over to the crib and then I go, hit it. <laughs> <laughs>
me Cher Bear and Rainbow Bear and oh Curly Bear. Yeah. Excuse me, I'll be leaving. Yeah. <laughs> Back out quietly. Yeah, Daddy get Are they watching me? <laughs> no. <laughs> All those little teddy bear eyes staring at you. Yeah, the Care Bear stare. Literally, what? the why, Care Bear why stare. Why is the Care Bear eyes all red and blinking? Oh, don't, don't you look at that. that. Don't look him in the eye. Don't look him in the eyes. Bad luck. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Okay, cool. Did you see the sign on the way in? It says you may be videotaped. Never. Come on. That's not cool. Go ahead, Kaylin. Go, go ahead. Who said that? Go ahead. Uh, uh, Hit it. Go uh, ahead. Nah. Uh, can I go? No. Can I? Okay. Uh, three. No, but I'm, I guess I'm not sorry. I, I, got, knew it, I, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Let me know. I'll wait like a substitute teacher. I'll wait. Yeah. Oh, substitute teacher. Yeah. Wheeling the, the TV on the cart. Let's go. And then go. they wait for a long time because you don't respect them. Live from the Wintrust Studios. WKSC-FM Chicago. 103.5 KISS FM. And iHeart Radio Station. Here's Fred and Angie. Uh, I need to hear more about this. Um, so I saw you tweet yesterday that you got a surprise sort of risque photo case. So you were just, was it an airdrop? Is that what happened? No. So this guy texted me that he was going back home and he wanted to see me before he left. And I was like, oh my God. This is a number you didn't know. Didn't have. And I was like, how drunk did I get over the weekend? At first I was like, what the hell? And then I asked him like, sorry, I don't know who this is. And he he sent the picture, a dirty picture and said, maybe this will help you remember. (laughs) I was like, oh my God. I Oh. How, what the Certainly hell? didn't, though. I didn't. I did not remember. Okay. Um, so he sends you this picture. Yes. Hey. And then um, he and I, he was just so funny that we kept talking. He's <laughs> <laughs> really funny. And I have his life story. Like, I know he was born and raised here. He lives in Scottsdale now. But, oh. like, he was really funny. And then he sent me, like, a picture of his face. He's actually pretty hot. <laughs> He's but, super hot. Yeah. He, like, we talked for a while. And then he started Did asking, you send him a picture of your face? No. And not my name either. But he... He was just—he was a jokester, so it was entertaining to me. Wow! And so she sent—she sent it to me, and she—and I'm like, "What's his name?" And he's got a really unusual name. Yeah. So in like two seconds, I found him on Instagram, and I was like, "Damn!" Yeah. It's like a fitness instructor, like a like one of those. Yeah, he's, he's rather Abby. He's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then I'm like, yeah. "Here's his face." That's him and a lamb, a baby lamb. What? But then he goes, it's it's me, not the lamb. I'm like, well, is the lamb seeing anybody? Because Who is <laughs> it's a cute guy. I'm still so guy, uh, You need to buy the guy a Norelco trimmer. But other than that, I think <laughs> yeah. it's... Uh, he's it, all, he's out natural. 70s uh, bush. But... I would, if I had abs like that, I'd send random niggies out to people too, I think. I gotta see that. But he then was, he was asking her for a picture. So now I think he's a catfish because that picture that he gave her of the goat is three years old. He gave her a three-year-old picture and then started asking yeah, for I photos. Like that. I don't know. He explained like why he like he explained a lot. Like he kept texting me. I stopped texting him. I'm like, this is not happening anymore. We're done with this. And he texted me like five more times, like his life story and like I'm why calling, he's in Scottsdale. I'm calling Neve. Yeah. Did he well, ever? Because yeah, now he thinks it's like it's like serendipitous or something. Well, right? He's like, please tell me you're at least a girl. And I'm like, yes, you texted a girl. No worries. Like I don't know. He was just really funny. Is there any way that he could search your number to see what you look like? Because I'll be honest with Probably. you. I mean this. Look I mean this in the most respectful way. If I randomly texted a nude to a girl, and then we talk for an hour, and then I find out the girl looks like you, I'm really excited about my then life right like, now. Oh my god, this was like, meant I'm, to be. Yeah, I'm pretty fired up. I'm like, that's nice. Thank no, you. you're welcome. Did he tell you who he was trying to reach? 
Oh no, I didn't. Ask. I mean, I yeah, didn't that ask would him be he, the question. Who I did you think he would text? Yeah. He will say he will answer anything. He's texting me. Look at I said like we're not doing this anymore, and he just kept texting did me. Did you yesterday. tell me had a boyfriend? No, no, he didn't send him a picture of friend. Be like, I don't gotcha. No, I want, I want nothing to do with this. Send him a picture of a Care Bear. I want, I want nothing to do with this. I don't want Neve to get on the case. Yeah, I mean, Why? listen, you know who this is? It's Bow Wow. That's Might who be. this is. You're texting with Little Bow Wow. We should make him send a picture with the date. And yeah, time. Like, hold up a newspaper next to your face oh, with the date on it. Yeah. By the way, that was uh, the Bow Wow thing. Was you have to be a catfish fan to get that joke? Because remember, somebody thought she was talking <laughs> yes. to Bow Wow. Yes. Uh-huh. Somebody thought she was yeah. talking to Katy Perry once. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I did. Still remember the, the, one, the whole thing was. Done. Remember the girl who thought she was sleeping with a man and it was a woman the whole time, <laughs> and the, the girl had been using an aid the entire time. I don't um, remember that. You one. don't remember that? It was. No. A, it was. She thought she was sleeping with a man. So you never got to look at the goods. Apparently not. And the whole time, this ma- this woman was using an aide. Wow. Yeah. I don't know how you pull that off. I don't either. I, I want to know who he thinks he was or who he intended to text yes. because it sounds like someone gave him a fake number that he slept with. Yeah. Well, then he was asking me where my area code is and like trying to figure out. He said he was one number off. I don't know. This is what he said. But whatever you guys want me to ask him, I'm fine with that. Ask him. He's hilarious. How, how did, did he, he get my know number? that he was one number off? Like, did, did the person write the number down? He was really apologetic when I was like, fam, this is the wrong number that you just sent this to. And he was like, oh, my God. Like, he was really upset. And that's why I think it's like kind of a catfish. Like, maybe he just randomly does when it. When you got abs like that, you don't apologize for nothing. No, but he, I don't, I don't <laughs> yeah, think but that's do we, his but, but is that really him? I don't him. think it's him because his Instagram, like, I'm telling you, this guy is over the top, perfect, hot body. Like, there's no way. There's something fishy about this. Yeah. Yeah, why would he be and, texting the wrong number? And three-year-old a picture pictures. Like that? Three-year-old. Like, I had to And go, who fires that off without being certain that they're talking to the right person? Right. Like, either but, way, it's fine because I'm not going to date this guy, but it was right. hilarious. And he was a funny catfisher if, it, if he was. He yeah. was very yeah. funny. He was what hilarious. Yeah, I don't, what if your boyfriend trying to set you up? That's what I was thinking, too. I mean, he wouldn't do that. No, he literally would never do that. But And he doesn't even care that I answered this guy. It's just funny. Like, I'm like, this guy is hilarious. It's funny, the lamb. Yeah. I don't like it. Leave it alone. Let's send him a picture of Joffrey. Yeah, yeah I mean, I'm not going to, like, I'm not in danger. I'm not going to no, send him no, no, photos. No. I'm not going to date him. I'm not going to try to meet up. But I, I have a lot of questions, he but nice I, he probably with. has answers to all those questions. Because I think he might be a professional catfisher. So if you guys want a photo of him with a newspaper or something, like, I'm happy to ask. Oh, this guy's pretty... He's shredded. He's ha- Except in his yeah. like his competition yeah. photos, like with the tan, kind of like yeah. Oh, you have to do that. You made me yeah, not do it on into that. Yeah. His non-competition. Photos. He's really cute if yeah. it's him, you know, and he's funny. So whoever like is needs a date. So he was in town for the weekend, and he was trying to find that person. I think so. Well, he was trying to jog whoever it was. Memory oh, is what okay. it seemed like. Um, <laughs> you remember this Harry Bush? <laughs> I like, it's bad. I don't think you just go around shooting that one off, you know, unless I don't. I don't know. He seems. People who send nudes are usually a little more careful. It's too good to be true. I don't think. Honestly, like we talked for a long time. I don't think so. Like my vibe is not that he's a fake person, but it doesn't matter either way. But people that catfish people are really good at it. I know, but he, I don't know. I don't know. That's just my yeah. instinct. I got you. Um, Plus, dad bod's in. Everyone knows that. So, you know, it's too bad for this I, guy. Can we yeah, call him on the, the Let's call him on the, the air. pictures on his Instagram, yeah. he chose the one with the with it, the Well, fingers. he looks really he's hot in that picture. three years old, though. I send old pictures sometimes. Or post old pictures. Did you yeah. try to find him on, like, oh, uh, you're not on dating apps. But, like, did you no. try to <laughs> search him on, you know what I'm saying? Maybe we should search him on 
whatever, a dating app. I, just I think he's just pulling the pictures of some dude, uh, hot dude on Instagram. Maybe. It might be. Oh, I think it's him because so many photos. Like, it's a lot. But I'm just trying to figure out how he got your number. I'm still really Yeah, that, that's that. weird. How, what uh, are the odds? It's someone that he followed you somewhere. He saw you somewhere. How, how, would, some, how would a stranger get would, my number? It just so happens yeah. that he screwed up the number by one and, and it's you? And he no, was asking, no. He was asking where your area code's from? Yeah. Like, wouldn't he know that person already? I think it, I think it was like they just met for a date, they hooked up, yeah. and he was trying to reach out for her, yeah. and then he was like, "Oh, it's not here. Where is that from? Where is she from?" Because right. everybody still has their old area code. So he typed the number in wrong on like a piece from a piece I mean, of I paper. Can ask or she wrote it down. Like, I don't know. All I know is he seemed really embarrassed that he sent the wrong picture. <laughs> um, he shouldn't be. But tell him to send one with the today's newspaper. Yeah, I, will. Sure you're real. I don't like I don't care. He's hilarious. He won't stop talking though. I might have to block him out. Yeah, you probably you probably need to leave it let it go. Because otherwise he may get the idea that you're interested or something. and then He keep... knows I'm not. I said, I'm never sending you anything. You won't ever know my yeah, name. Yeah, but then if you text him again. He'll be like, oh, she's thinking why, about yeah, me. Yeah, why is she so texting Listen, my friends want this picture of you. Oh, yes. good. So, you're te- so you've been telling your friends about me. I see. What yeah, you? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's something, that's something he might suggest. I, I say you leave it, uh, leave it I'm going to say the group chat needs a photo. <laughs> with the date. you got to give this guy hope. Yeah. Hope? Yeah, he's I trying say, to text someone else that he laid it down. Well, I guess not, because now he's on to you. He doesn't even know. He doesn't even know who he's talking to, and for some reason, he's engaged well, for an he was hour. Like, tell me you're not 65 with a lot of cats. Look, <laughs> yeah, like yes, I, am. I don't like it. It's a little weird. Self-respect, self-respecting guy that looks like that's not doing this, in my opinion. But like I said, dad bods are in. Everyone knows it. Mm. Tell the guy he's out. Bye. Right. You're, I'm sorry, you're much too I saw shredded. some lady tweet yesterday that, uh, you know, the, the survey, and we can get to this later if we have time, but it was a, there's a survey from, like, Planet Fitness or somebody that dad bods are, that women prefer dad bods to, like, six-packs, and this woman's response was, no woman prefers a dad bod to a six-pack, it's just that um, six-packs usually have an, an a-hole attached to them, mm. and I think that's, I don't think that's true. Not every guy who's in shape is an a-hole. Um, I, I don't know, and I don't know why women are attracted to dad bods. Maybe because it's just attainable and normal. And in order to maintain, for most people to maintain, uh, you know, a six pack and that physique, it requires a tremendous amount of work and lifestyle changes that most people don't have time or, or, or unwilling to do. You know, like if you're with somebody, and I've been with people like this who are super into fitness, every aspect of your life is affected by it. True. Like, Everywhere true, true. you go, it's it's we got to eat this or got to eat that mm-hmm. or I can't eat this or don't I make eat. sure I get my workout. And in then anymore. here you are just trying to live your best life, yeah. right? And right. and and then the other person can't it's help. Stressful. You can't help but feel like they're projecting on you, even if it's your own insecurity. It's stressful. So I feel like if you're with you know quote unquote dad bod, meaning not terrible shape, but a little bit of just normalcy, just I normal. feel like you feel more comfortable about yourself being normal. Mm-hmm. And again, these I, I'm talking about insecurities here. Like, it doesn't mean that anybody who is in great shape should be shunned or anything. But like, I don't know. I've yeah, dated yeah. women who are in excellent shape. And it, you can't help but think about what you're doing in a way that sometimes is uncomfortable. And sometimes is in, inspiring and positive, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the gym-obsessed guy was never for me. But I don't, I don't agree that the reason that women may prefer dad bods is because, because every guy with a good body is an a-hole. Some are. But not everybody. We may, we'll get back to this. Um, waiting by the phone. We'll get to that after Ava Max. And then the entertainment report is on Kiss. Good morning. I need a button where it, if we play a song and then I get inspired to say something in the middle of the song, I can just, like, 
it just it just plays the last verse all of a sudden, you know? <laughs> like, right in the middle of Ava Max, I can just push a button, na 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 and then it's over. Yeah. And then I can just say whatever I want. Because, like, in the middle of that song, I'm like, hurry up, Ava Max! <laughs> I got stuff to say. Oh, Ava, getting in the way. But I already committed to the song, so now I got to wait three minutes. Hey, Raquel. Hey, how are you guys? Raquel, good morning. So just to recap here, Kaylin um, got a random text message from a, a supposedly, uh, a a fine-looking gentleman. Um, Has everything going for him, too, by the way. The whole background is just, you know, good job and all this (laughs) stuff. And a six-pack and... The whole thing, but she doesn't know this guy. He claims it was a mistake and then wants to engage her for an hour. What What do you think is going on? So I think what's going on is, is like, it's a scammer. Because I yeah. had a friend who was telling me um, that the same thing happened. He, like, posted it on Instagram and a bunch of people started, like, chiming in. Uh-huh. And a couple of other people had the same issue. It was, like, a 610 area code. This girl, well, supposedly a girl sent, like, these provocative photos or whatever. And she, like, started out the same, keep me company, I'm back from, like, out of town, like, I want to meet up again, do you want to play with me, like, all of that kind of weird stuff. Yes, I do. (laughs) Uh, And so, like, this friend of mine is gay, he's like, um, no thanks, Um, so it kind of got awkward really fast. But then she just kept texting him. What's the end game, like, though? Is the end game I like to get no your idea. to get some information from you or money or to meet up with you I and then rob so. you and kill you and you die and you wind up on Dateline with Whoa. Keith Morrison? Like, what's yeah. the end game? That escalated quickly. <laughs> well, steal your identity somehow. I just I just wonder what like what would you no be idea. after? Yeah, I maybe. I mean, I was talking. I think it's Joffrey. I was talking to him, yeah. and he said kind of the same thing. I thought the same thing. I said, you know what? It's probably a scam. Um. Yeah. So weird. All right. Yeah. No. I don't. <laughs> Sorry. Katie. I, I don't know. There's some. There's something sad. not right about it. The odds of this all. It, it would be one thing if if you got a random text and then you start engaging with the guy and then he sends you this picture. But to lead with this really good looking picture and then he wants to keep talking with you for an hour. I don't. Yeah. I, I accidentally sent a really pretty girl a picture of my penis. Like no. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't happen like that. I don't know. A lot of guys send unwelcome wiener picks but they've met you no they, like my single friends on dating apps and stuff oh but but they're but they, they think they're hooking you but at least they think that there's an identity attached to it this guy doesn't even know who he sent it to it could have been a guy maybe, it still could be maybe he thought he was talking to the girl that he just banged though why'd she give him a fake number if he's all that i have no idea there's something weird about this i agree yeah totally. i feel i feel like it's it's sketch. i right. told him he's not getting Get anything from me and he keeps trying to talk so mm. Mm. Lock. He might be in Zimbabwe. I'm reading a book about this right now. I'm serious. Uh, it's a pill mill scandal. Anyway, uh, thank you. Have a good day, Raquel. Thank God I'm not going to give him anything. Well, I read a lot of books about these. I don't like this, Kaylin. I don't want you talking to this guy anymore. I what? do. It's an entertaining. Yeah, it's, I no. had such a fun Monday because he's hilarious. I'm even concerned. If he's but I'm not going to meet up with him. Don't. I'm not going to send him photos. I'm not going to send him my name. So you don't need to be concerned. I am, though. I really, like, it was fun for a Monday. I had a nice time. It was I don't want anything bad to happen to you, Kaylin. I'm not, I don't meet up with strangers. She just said she's not well, doing Well, I saw it. his abs, and I can see how they might be mesmerizing. I'm not mesmerized. I'm, I'm okay. a little mesmerized, okay? Okay, well, you can meet up with him. Absolutely not, because he needs his trim Friday. anyway. Everyone knows that. He's here until Friday. He is? Mm. Yeah. I don't know who's worse, the chapstick guy from earlier? Or what if we set him up? What if we set him up to see if this guy's real, just for our own personal... uh, Whatever you guys want to do, you do whatever you need to do. What if we hire personal security and then we send Paulina instead? (laughs) Oh, come on. 
What? Another beautiful girl? Oh my God. He'll be so, he'll be so. All right, hold on. Julio. Hi, Julio. Oh, hello. Hey. Oh, have you tried Google image searching this image? Um, no, because can you do that on a phone? I thought you could only do it on a computer. Well, maybe send the picture to yourself and then oh, do it. Gosh, I don't uh, this is interesting. Uh, Julio, what do you want to say? Good morning. Uh, I just wanted to comment on Kayla's Kayla story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. happened to my wife four different occasions. Once it was one female, and the other three times it's three dudes, and I Google searched all the image, goes back to, like, spoofing accounts, and one of them actually, like, tried to get, like, bank information and stuff like that. So I'm, I'm assuming... Yeah, if he asked for your account number, Kaylin... <laughs> you guys, you gotta give me some credit here. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think he would do that. <laughs> I don't think he would do that. I just don't like this. All right, it makes me, me feel I'm, uncomfortable. And I don't want to mess why? with him either. I just don't like it. He's real. The guy's real. You just don't know if, the, if someone's taking his pictures. Right. Yeah, well, yeah, he I'm might gonna... be real, but is he? are you really talking to him? Is I'm gonna text it to you, Fred, and that's you Google Emmett's I don't... search it. I don't. Yeah, send it to Rufio. Send it to Rufio's the the sleuth. He knows how to do everything. Facebook. Thank you, Julio. No problem. Thank you. Okay. Hold on. I'm sending. Maybe he just got really, really lucky, and it just so happened that he sent the picture of his abs and his wiener to a really pretty girl. And (laughs) what do you mean, wiener? You can see the top of his wiener. Thanks for the picture. No, you can't. No, you can just see like. Wait, let me see the picture again. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you could see the top of his wiener. No, you can see like his V. That's his wiener. That's his wiener. I mean, I know it's... That is absolutely his wiener, Rufio. Don't you know how your wiener works? Say wiener again. Yeah, please. Wiener! Why wouldn't the scammer send me the full wien? You should ask if he could belt tuck it for you. Because it's not... (laughs) He didn't send full wien because it's not... Great. The real no, guy. You can uh, Google image ween. No, I, but plus, I have a guy I, friend who does that. When I girls think that's like pictures. a seductive picture, right? Like that's that's like he really <laughs> wants you to see his abs. That's what he really wants They're you to see. Abs. And they, they are. They are great. They are. They are great. If you peel away a layer of fat, my abs look just like that. It's unbelievable. Get up! Why'd they get blown off? We'll find out now in Waiting by the Phone with Fred and Angie. I don't like it. On 103.5 Kiss FM. I don't like it. I don't trust it, Kaylin. Okay, all right. Don't play with me. Don't play with me. I'm just having some fun. All right, well. That was fun. (laughs) I enjoyed it. Great while it lasted. That Um, was good. How you doing, Sam? Hey. 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 Uh, Welcome to the show. Waiting by the Phone. I want to hear all about your date with Jamie. What happened? What's going on? Where does it stand? All right, well, this is really confusing because I'm telling you, like, I, we had an amazing time, right? And so this girl, Jamie, we met on Match. She's beautiful. I mean, her picture doesn't do her justice. She's just amazing, gorgeous girl. And okay. We That's really nice. <laughs> yeah. Especially for online we, dating, it doesn't usually yeah, work out I mean, that way. It was better than you expected. That's a good sign. Yeah, right? I mean, like, I was, you know... I was surprised. I was just, okay, this is actually working. I was going to actually, for the first time, believe in such a thing as faith. Oh, what, faith? Wow, this, okay, that's, that's serious. So you guys you yeah, agreed to meet, it, and, and how did that go? Well, it went great. I mean, it really went great because, like, you know, I'm an artist, and she's, you know, like, she's into art. And so we just, like, walked around and just talked and connected, and went, we went to, like, this really like cool small french place for like lunch you know cute i had coffee and then you know like so and so then we had a second date 
And then, you know, we had dinner and, you know, like, and we got a couple drinks. And then we went back to my place and listened to music. I showed her some of my art. Dang. And like, yeah, and she was totally into it. And then, so it's just like, great. I'm like, it's kind of soon, but I, I didn't say it. But I'm like, wow, I feel like I'm falling in love with this girl. Wow. Jeez, dude. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Pop the brakes, homie. Yeah, well, yeah, I know. But, you know, it's at my heart, you know. I, I always hey, man, well, you heart. know, you know. Yeah. Yeah, right? And so so I was just, I was like, okay. And then, you know, I texted her, no text back, reached out to her, nothing. And I'm just like, okay, maybe her phone's broken. Maybe, like, I don't know. Maybe she's just, like, okay. phones. So this is know. a third date situation. Because a lot of times people go out one time and then something goes wrong and they're trying to figure out why there isn't going to be a second date. In this case, it's a third date. Now, you said in your email um, that when she came back to your house, she spent the night, right? Yeah. And, yeah, and what happened really there? Did you guys did you guys sleep together, or what happened no, there? No, I mean, it was really innocent, because, you know, we're, like, moving slow, and so I'm like, okay, well, you know, like, I like that, because, you know, like I said, I'm really, like, falling for her, and so we just moved slow, and just, you know, like, we, you know, did some kissing and some making out and okay. stuff, and we just fell asleep, you know, and I... Fell asleep in each other's arms. It was oh, beautiful. Man. Wow. Yeah. That's beautiful. It was like, it was like, you know, it was like a Truffaut movie. Okay. Wow. All right. Yeah. So, but now you haven't heard anything. So after the, the, the sleepover, two great dates, now you've heard nothing and you want to know what the deal is. Yeah, exactly. Because, right. I mean, I'm sure she wants to reach out to me and maybe, maybe she doesn't know that it's me. I don't know. Like, so I, I really huh. need you guys' help. That sounds right. a little... Well, here's what we'll do. We'll call her. You'll be on the phone. We'll see if we can get some information out of her. Um, I don't want you to say anything right at first, but at some point you can jump in and, and we'll see if we can get to the bottom of this and uh, get you guys going on a third date, okay? That'd be great. Thank you so much. Can you stay right there for a minute? Yeah. Oh, uh, trust me. You're going to want to hear what happens next. Part two after Halsey in three minutes on Kiss. All right, part two of Waiting by the Phone, Kiss FM, Fred and Angie. What's going on with this guy, Sam? Why uh, hmm. Why is his date now returning his phone call? I wonder. Hello? Hi, may I speak with Jamie? Speaking. Jamie, it's Fred and Angie calling from the morning radio show on Kiss FM, and I, I want to talk to you, but I have to have your permission uh, for us to keep going because we're on the radio. Is that okay? Um. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I just use my first name only, I guess. That's no problem. Okay. I can do that. I will not use your full name. No government name. No, I won't do that. Uh, we're calling okay. about a, a date that you went on with a guy named Sam. Do you remember Sam? Yes, I do. Okay, well, he reached out to us, and he said that you guys uh, hit it off and had two really great dates and and said that it, he hasn't heard from you since the second date, and he wants to go on another one, and he was hoping maybe we could talk to you and figure out why it is that you're not responding to him. Um, oh, I don't know. I, it, I, I don't know. I just didn't. You didn't? You don't know? I think there's a reason why you go on two dates with someone and and then you decide not to call them for a third. I mean, you just weren't feeling it? Or, I mean, can you tell us a little more? Well, he's just, he's just really weird. He's really weird. Well, how is he weird? What happened that was weird? So, we went on this date and then we... In fact, his place hung out, and um, we, I mean, we fooled around a little bit, and okay. then I fell asleep. And when I woke up, I went into the bathroom, and I was getting dressed, and I I just happened to notice out of the corner of my eye that there was something on my back, so I went to get it off, whatever it was, and I turned around and looked in the mirror, 
And he had drawn on my back. <laughs> what do you mean? Wait. Wait. Like, like, yeah. like you passed out in college and he drew some. What did he draw? <laughs> did he draw like, like a man part weird. with a smiley face or what? Yeah. Did he... No, it's like some kind of weird abstract kind of thing. He's like totally into art and all that stuff. Wait, so he used your back as a canvas? <laughs> yeah, which is totally weird. That it's is really very weird. Wait, really wait, creepy. wait. Okay, hold on a second. Hold on. Well, by the way, that's um, that's you Sam. See, you didn't see? Wait, Jamie, Jamie. What? You didn't see? You didn't? It's I drew. It was me. I drew me on your back. <laughs> Why? What are you doing? <laughs> because no, because you're, okay, you're you guys don't crazy. know this, but like no, but remember, like I was lying on your back, and you're just like, oh, I wish you could stay like this forever, and I thought, oh, and I could draw me on your back, and then, like, <laughs> and then you have me on your back. No, come on, that's totally creepy. It's totally creepy. So it wouldn't it come was, off. It won't come off. And he did it with a sharpie, of course. <laughs> no, it won't even come off. It's <laughs> What's wrong with a Sharpie? It's that is the weirdest thing, legit, no, I've ever heard. You're completely freaky. And you're, you're, well, no, but I can't believe you couldn't, you couldn't tell that was me. Like, I mean, like, it's, it's like me with my face. I don't care if it's you. Just don't. I'm not, I'm not your canvas. I'm not your canvas. Do not draw on me. No, so, I didn't mean it like that. I didn't mean like I'm, you're my canvas. I meant like it's me on your back. Like, I'm just going to be on your back. And it's going to come up in a few days, but it's just like. Yeah, so, like, you're an idiot. So you you're thought that was idiot. romantic? You thought it was like, I don't know. No, I think well, it's funny. You can tell by his tone. It's, it's, it's stupid. I don't think it's funny at all. I'm sharing my art with you. It's my heart and my art on your back. My heart and my art. <laughs> you're yeah. free. That's all there is. There's no second. There's no other date. That's the end of So that. you felt violated and you didn't like it and you didn't think it was cute and... Oh, it's awful. It's awful. No, I feel completely violated and it's humiliating. It's embarrassing. I have this thing on my back and I cover it up completely. <laughs> oh I work God. in a professional environment. People are going to wonder why do I have marker on my back? It's all they're going to wonder. It's not some great piece of art. And if I told them, they would think it was creepy. Yeah, we think it's creepy. All right. <laughs> Sam, I think that was probably a bad call. I guess very Silence of the Lambs or something. I don't know. Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> Wow, you're being compared to a serial killer. That's horrible. I was just trying to be, like, loving and trying to be sweet. What's trending? Horrible. What's trending in Chicago? What's trending in Angie? On 103.5 KISS FM. It's a shame that he wasted his talent on her skin. My as opposed to and my on a canvas where she could savor it forever. Unless she plans to peel her skin off. And wear it as a coat. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, Rufy tried the image and said it doesn't exist anywhere else. FYI. So does that mean that it's his then? I mean, that's Rufy says he's real. The image is original. Well, the guy doesn't is, exist anywhere else. The guy is real. Yeah, but how would the guy get the wiener if it's not him? Uh, maybe that's his own wiener. Like, oh, like the catfisher's wiener? Yeah, yeah maybe. Then I want to meet the catfisher. <laughs> Damn, mm. those abs. I don't know. Yeah, he's got good abs. I don't, I don't know. I, what are the odds though? What are the odds you send a picture like that to the wrong person who winds up being you? Anyway, yeah. um, shots rang out yesterday at a massive rally celebrating the Raptors' NBA championship victory. 65,000 people in the square and over a million people in the streets. After the gunshots, people were advised to get down, find a place to hide. There get was down. a stampede. 
Um, three suspects arrested, two firearms recovered. The championship parade continued after the shooting with Drake taking the stage and telling the people in the streets to hug each other and spread love. Did you see the best part of that do. whole rally yesterday? Was Kawhi did yeah. laugh again? Yeah, he yeah. did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he did. Why are people shooting up their own parade? It's like, come on, guys. Come Why do people do anything? It's your day. Um, artist, heiress, and designer Gloria Vanderbilt died at the age of 95. Anderson Cooper is her son, by the way, if you didn't know that. Uh, he had said earlier this month we had to take her to the hospital, and that's where she learned that she had very advanced cancer in her stomach and that it had spread. What an extraordinary life, an extraordinary mom, and an incredible woman. She is the heiress of shipping and railroad tycoon Cornelius Vanderbilt, one of the richest men in American history, and uh, had creative drive in her own right, earned her own income, known for vivid paintings and collages, asked to design everything from China to linen, uh, had affairs with famous people from the past, Frank Sinatra, Gene Kelly, Howard Hughes, Brando, married four times. Uh, over her fireplace, she had painted the message, be kind to everyone you meet, for everyone is fighting a great battle. Yeah, I remember my mom wearing Gloria Vanderbilt jeans back in the day. There you go. Uh, O.J. Simpson's Twitter account allegedly sent some threatening direct messages to a parody account that skewers the disgraced football star over his acquittal in 94 slangs of his ex-wife and her boyfriend. Um, one message string included 16 knife emojis and Jeez. writing, I will find your ass and cut you. No, I mean, no it, can't word be, if it can't be real. No word if it's real. But it can because he's that arrogant. How stupid. Well, very stupid. Very stupid. <laughs> and stop he's there. that arrogant and he really like just. Or is this guy promoting his parody account now? Who knows? Or maybe that. But still. And it was all photoshopped. Uh, Marvel's Avengers Endgame won Best Movie at the 2019 MTV Movie and TV Awards, which aired last night. Really? Yeah, it did. Uh, Is Game it of Thrones. Tree falls in the forest and nobody's there. Elizabeth Moss, Lady Gaga, um, Jana Pickett-Smith, and Dwayne Johnson all honored last night uh, at the awards show. It's National Go Fishing Day and National Splurge Day. Now they talk better than they type. These are the radio blogs with Fred and Angie. Ready? Uh, status update 650 and 850. Like we're writing in our diaries. Except we say them aloud, Ange, please. Uh, dear blog, so I found out over the weekend that, uh, well, so I, friends of mine are getting married. Guy and a girl, friends of them both, are getting married in September. She invited me to her bachelorette party that's in like August. Um, not sure if I can make that, but I found out she had a wedding shower last weekend. And I'm like, oh, because uh, I saw all these pictures on social. I'm like, I, I guess I wasn't invited. I'm like, that's weird that she would invite me to the bachelorette party and not the wedding shower, right? So yeah. I was like, so then I was out this weekend and I ran into a mutual friend and they're like, I was really surprised I didn't see you at our friend's wedding shower. I'm like, I... I wasn't invited. I come to find out that whoever sent the invites out sent it to my husband instead of me through email, and it never got to me, and it got buried, like, whatever. Email? Yeah. Who sent mm. But they Shut. always ask the people, like, are you coming or not if you yeah. don't respond? So nobody True. reached out to you? No. That's just even weirder. The person that was planning it, I guess, was her sister and doesn't know me or whatever, and so... But you have a list, and you're like, oh, they didn't respond, and then you reach out to those people. Yeah, yeah nobody reached out. So they tell the, the sister will tell her sister, be yeah. like, hey, can you reach out to Angie? Nobody That's reached coming. out. So I feel bad, because now I feel like, oh, great, they probably think I'm an a-hole, I didn't even respond, I didn't show up, you know what I mean? Uh -huh. Well, if you, were, if you know you were supposed to be invited, then maybe you reach out to the person and say, hey, I, I just realized I was invited, and, and again, never got to me. 
right? So yeah. if they know that you didn't just blow them off, that right. you, it just never, like, hey, I, I ran into so-and-so and they told me. I'm going to send a gift, but I should probably like, text hey, I, them. I, I, I did not go on purpose. Yeah. I didn't know I was invited. Right. Kind of thing. Right. That's what I'm going to so do. Email, an email invite? An email yeah, like the, the shower, shower or the um, bachelorette was all email invite too, which is more understandable. But yeah, for the shower. Oh, you got that invite? That through one, email. That one but it also, came from her, right? No, no, no. Oh, that, it didn't? That one also went to my husband and he caught that one. Oh, yeah, weird. for some reason they have his email and not mine. And I'm like, that's, it was bizarre. But honest mistake, I guess on both parts, but. Oh, no, yeah. that's not how you plan. I felt really bad. Um, your blog. Yourself, that's fine. Yeah. I don't know the whole story, but I um, I had saw, I'd seen in passing that the Whataburger, you know, you guys know, yes. Whataburger. Uh-huh. What? What a burger. Whataburger. Whataburger. But you don't say. Whataburger. Water. Whataburger. You say Whataburger. That's the way you're supposed Water, to say like, Whataburger. Like Whataburger. Whataburger. Yeah. I'm not overthinking this. Anyway, that place. <laughs> uh-huh. I grew up with it. We had it in Arizona. We had it was in Texas where I went to college too. Um, they've been purchased by a Chicago investment firm, mm-hmm. venture capital firm, and apparently people in Texas. My sister just texted me because she's in Dallas. Are going nuts because they're upset that it's no longer going to be like Texas property. Like the people of Texas are mad because now <laughs> Chicagoans own Whataburger, but I'm okay with it because it might mean they bring some here. True. I heard and a lot of people are mad, too, that they're going to change, like, recipes and stuff like that. I don't know why you would. Yeah. Why would you change anything? You know, it's already what it yeah, is, so you, you bought it, so why are you changing? You, I, don't, I don't know that that's in, inherent in the purchase that they're going to start changing. If anything, they just, now they're going to have more of them. Yeah. yeah. So I'm fine with this. I got to text your bag and be like, you tell all your Texans to shut the hell up because <laughs> on this one, because I, I'm happy. Because if they bring one here, then those breakfast taquitos. Yeah, what are they What are oh, they offering man. at Whataburger? Like, what, Water. what are they signature uh, known the, for? The Whataburger, okay. obviously. Um, but I will say the breakfast is my favorite. They have breakfast taquitos there that mm. are with picante sauce on the side that are delicious. And I would enjoy some of those right now. But guess what? I can't have them because they're not here yet. So, hey, look, I, I don't know what they're going to do. What is it, was, so all these people in Texas are going to protest. And then what? Did the Whataburger people in Texas are going to take it back? No. They sold it. They're making their money. They're out. People love to complain. I want to find out, though, who's in charge of this purchase in Chicago. If you're listening, call me. Yeah. Email me. <laughs> and I want to talk to you about it because I want to make sure that you're not going to change anything because you shouldn't change anything. Some of them are a little divey. They should be divey. Some of them are newer and nicer, whatever. Fred's got a location already picked out. (laughs) I would also like to be involved. I would like to be involved if there's an opportunity to franchise. I'd like to be Well, yeah, I think so. Mm. Unless they're all company owned. I don't know. I don't know. So if if you're involved in a venture capital operation here in Chicago to take over Whataburger, (laughs) then I want you to email me, please, so we can discuss. Because if you're going to put one in Chicago, I want to be a part of it. Because it's delicious. and Mm. And it's, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 You need it in your life. Angie. MTV's official challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.